Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Restaurant. Oh, did you make yourself a salad? I'm I Elaine. Did. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. <laughs> a Pacific? I haven't been drinking. Specific movie genre, I have horror thriller. I got that Waterloo, baby. Watch out. How do you feel we won the war? I have science fiction and fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have a feeling just saying, I have a hits now. There was drama at my store today. No, no. Because somebody had a case of LaCroix, all right, and they left it on the break room table. But nobody would admit that it was their case of LaCroix. So we don't know, did somebody bring this in because it's free to a good home? Is this for everyone to drink? Or is this somebody's beverage that they were going to put in the fridge and forgot, like, whose LaCroix is this? Well, when I went to club and deny club for the, you know, jazz triangle, generally, if you bring something and leave it, that's for everybody. Generally, if you leave it on, you the table, it on the table, it's free. Because yeah, they didn't put it in the fridge. But who wants LaCroix? It's like Tony? if you took water and spit fruit in it. What flavor is it? Depending on the flavor... If it's that plum, beach plum, I want LaCroix. <laughs> I'll have to, let me investigate plum tomorrow at work. Because it's still going to be there because nobody will admit it's their LaCroix. You know, Tony but if likes it's there and it's beach like plum, I'll grab you a can. You've left it here. I'm just saying, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Bring it with us on Sunday That's when we go one. golfing. But like, mm-hmm. I bring cases of water, mm-hmm. carbonated yeah. water. To work, I have a shelf though that's mine that I put it on. Well, if nobody it, takes my water. If they had put it in the fridge, nobody would have. Hey, you know what? Let's talk about Footloose. You want to talk about Footloose, but you don't want to talk about the mysterious Lacroix in the break room. No. So this week on the podcast is John's pick. Nineteen eighty four's Foot Foot Footy Loose. Oh no, not the two thousand and whatevers. Two thousand. I watched the wrong one. If you did, Bummer. you're okay. There's like three extra minutes to the the 2011 version so whatever it's pretty much beat by beat except for not as cool the dancing scene in the factory is better in the new one so what i noticed about the new one versus this one it's like kevin bacon well the guy who's dancing for kevin bacon mm-hmm. just kind of like dances the guy in the new footloose floats yeah, well, you're supposed to expect yeah he's a professional dancer he's really good you're supposed to expect that's just some kid in high school walks around floating over the air like that <laughs> it's like people can't do that in high school like that guy is trained <laughs> Yes, well, but that's that's the difference between the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though the scene in the warehouse kind of like the mm-hmm. dancing at prom, and yeah. you're like, none of you guys have ever danced before, or at least in five years. You don't years. break dance, <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing some shit. <laughs> we'll get to that. You don't pop and lock. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. So this um, was written by Dean Pitchford. And I'm like, well, who the hell is that? What else did he do? I'm glad you asked. He did not a lot. <laughs> uh, no, he wrote Shrek 2. Okay. Um, People like that. He wrote some some of the songs for Fame. Yeah, he, he wrote was, Chances he co-wrote are. Fame. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Which is a movie I liked. Directed but I wonder by if it's any Herbert good. Ross. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast. He's From directed Steel a lot Magnolias. of cool things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is all he. Would, he That's all he did was steal my. No, there was a bunch of other stuff. No, he wrote a bunch of. I mean, he directed a lot of stuff. He wrote, Goodbye, Mr. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's known for. He directed a lot of stuff, like Goodbye, Remember, look Mr. At this Chips. Going, I've never heard of these things. <laughs> but they're all from like this. Chips, oh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> he hasn't done anything the since the seventies. Let me see here. No, he broke Carmen. No. He t- <laughs> Oh, it's okay. toward the end of the work week. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. So to this movie me. is starring 
Kevin Bacon, no. welcome oh, back to the podcast. I don't care. Boys on the side, undercover blues, true colors, my blue heaven. Whatever. So, Kevin Bacon, welcome the back. The secret to- of my success. Shush. He's, he's a multi. <laughs> welcome welcome back. back to the podcast, yeah. And something called. Ninja I love how Elaine just doesn't acknowledge anybody anywhere, just whatever she wants well, to do. That was, and funny like No one gives a shit about that guy. Funny about Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the podcast from Tremors. Mm-hmm. And fuck you. Love Is that Kevin his Bacon. only appearance? Uh, yes, because yeah. nobody's No, he was in RIPD. <gasps> and I remember that. <laughs> I keep wanting to do sleepers, but Elaine won't let me. No. Why would you? Why do you want to do sleepers? I keep thinking about it's doing a great movie Man. once. <laughs> no, I really it's like not. the scene where Kevin like, Bacon. Dude, is... I really want to do seven. No, you don't. <laughs> so the scene where Kevin Bacon dies in Sleepers is amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm what do not, I want? To see you die. Movie, man. I'm not sure that I could Can't watch to do seven list. again. <laughs> It's funny as shit. I've actually uh, seen Seven, and I don't know that I could watch it watch again. That again. I don't no. think I could. I don't know if I want to watch that I'm again. I'm not even sure I... like. I like that movie, and I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, you're right. He I remember watching movie. it in the theater and going, I actually want to go outside in the sun. <laughs> it was so fucking dark. Also starring Lori Singer, who you might know from Footloose. Oh. She was in a TV I saw that. show. She hasn't been in much. Um, Before Footloose, that I think is why she got the shot, because she's apparently a dancer. Yeah. Uh, John Lithgow, welcome back to the podcast, I'm thinking. John Lithgow. You gotta look. You didn't look him up? No, I don't do any of this. Now right there's now. not enough time to look up because you don't give us any time. Uh, who gives a shit? He was, oh, Cliffhanger. He was, that's not Welcome Back to the No, but I keep yet. talking about it. I like that movie. I thought movie. about doing it a couple times. I think it's of come up a bunch of times, but. Third Rock from the Sun. He was yeah, really good awesome. on Dexter. He was really good in Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> I thought about doing that a few times. That's on my list, too. <laughs> You ever see Daddy's Home? He was in Pet Cemetery, which we did in a in a mini sode. He was yeah. no, Barney's was a, dad in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, he was in the remake. He did the remake. Yeah, okay, I can. That would good. Yeah. But it, he's John Lithgow. You motherfuckers know. Him. Yeah. Um, Diane East West. Sorry. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast from the Birdcage, which yes. we did recently. She was also in Edward Scissorhands, uh, Bullets Over Broadway. She's been in a bunch of shit. She's, you know yeah. her. She's great. She's great. Parenthood. Yeah, Parenthood. That's a movie I like. Also starring Chris Penn, who's not a welcome back to the podcast, but I really liked him in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, he's awesome in Reservoir Dogs. I do like him. He was in, um, he's in, um, fucking True Romance. Yes, Yes, he he was. He's the other cop Mm -hmm. with Sizemore. Um, he's great in Best of the Best. Mm -hmm. He's also great in Reservoir Dogs, which is a- What are you counting him for? A good movie. Yes, yeah. my favorite nah, Tarantino movie. Seen. I think my so favorite good. Tarantino movie is honestly Once Upon a Time in Hollywood now. I know, but I Not still like Reservoir Dogs. I, got Dogs. Shirts. <laughs> I still don't know which one's my favorite. I feel like I've watched Once Upon a Time like, in Hollywood I, the most. Glorious Passes is really good. It is, and I used to always say um, Pulp Fiction, but I'm like, is it Pulp Fiction? Maybe you should rewatch The thing with Pulp Fiction is, is, is it good if you do it in order? No. That's the thing. <laughs> I watched it. It was on YouTube in order. In order. And like, I watched it. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. It's only cool because... It's the, not as cool. Yeah, it went out of order, so I don't know. But anyway, so Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. who we all know and love from... Nothing. <laughs> Sex in the City. city. I don't know that the we new love Sex, her What's the new Sex and City show called? Sex in the City. I don't know. Something? I don't and know. just like that. Sorry, yeah. I didn't look it up here. And she was also in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Yep. Welcome back to the podcast. Did we do that? Yeah. Yes, I did it. I liked it. Mars right. Attacks, she was in. Yeah. That's on my list. I might do that someday. 
Mm-hmm. One of the um, nail polish company uh, brands I follow just did a Mars Attacks really uh, four piece collection. Wow, one of them is really cool. And no one else really of note. Yes, you got to talk well, about his mom. His mom. Yes, Ren's mom. You want to know why you got to talk about that lady? No. Because that's a mom from Grim- Gremlins, Mrs. motherfucker. Spelzer. Oh yeah. You put her in there, she'd fucking take on Beaumont. Yeah, handle it. The Reverend Moore can kiss her ass. But yeah, sorry I forgot about her. You can't forget about her. Yeah, well, shit happens. She's fucking the mom in Gremlins. All right, what'd you think going in, Elaine? I thought, oh, I like Footloose. Riveting. Carly? I thought, I know what this movie is about. Have but you seen it? I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I think I've seen clips. How do you interesting? So, I don't know. How have you not seen Footloose? Because she's Tony too much. She was a baby. Uh, spoiler alert. Also, but I feel like. Wasn't it on, like, every day? Then I was like, I wonder if it's going to be another case of where I think this movie is about something, and that's not what it's about. (laughs) Because that's happened multiple times. Yeah. (laughs) Tony? I had not seen this movie all the way through. I just saw a couple of parts, and I was just like, no, I really haven't. You had never seen Footloose. How the fuck did you not see Footloose? I had no interest in it. I was watching it, and he came out of his office, and he was like, what is this? (laughs) I was like... It's the movie we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> I watched it today. Did you see so the remake? Fresh in my memory. No, I've never seen it. Have you seen the remake? No. Oh, I think I might have to do the remake now. Why would I watch the remake? <laughs> if I've never seen the original. Okay, but... Yep. Well, Carly might 58 have, Metacritic. We're in, motherfuckers. I we're doing Footloose. I watched it. You're right. It Car- does seem like something I might have seen, now, but I'm not. Why are we going to do a remake if it's a shot-for-shot shot remake? Just about, yeah. The because da- I want to talk about. All right. The dancing is better I'll in the remake, remake because they use professional dancers. That's yeah. all the principal characters. Whereas in this, they did not. Right. No. And in the, in the new one, they expanded the story a bit. And you get to see a little bit more than you do in this one. But this one has Kevin Bacon. They, I... I want to say, I don't think it's necessary that we do both, but I want to say in the new one, they made Ariel's character a little bit more likable. <laughs> well, they, they couldn't to. go the other way. <laughs> and in, and instead the of... The only way they can make her less likable in this is if she started killing they puppies. They did change some of it. Like, instead of the tractor chicken, they did, like, bus derby. They did. It's a figure eight track of dust bur- du- uh, you know, big school bus derby. It's, I can't hardly explain it. And John Lithgow was apparently in Memphis Bell. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the reporter. <laughs> From the war office. From the war office. <laughs> Shields up? Why are you hiding in your shirt? you right. angry. So anyway, so this movie opens to a nice dance montage of only feet. Okay. And they're getting loose. So, so they're feet loose. I just want to say that, like, the fifth pair of feet. The is silver pair of shoes? Polka dot socks. Nope. With black high heels. Like black strappy heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, that made a strong statement about this whole movie. That's shoes. Mm-hmm. And the feet that were used in this opening sequence belonged to the crew. So the crew did all of this dancing. Um, but oh my God, the socks and shoes just in this whole sequence. is The 80s were a radical time, my oh, friend. Yeah. A radical time. Too bad they're over. But it was just. What is that? You're right. I didn't really. It was definitely some cocaine on this set. There are a lot of heels in this opening sequence and socks. And I don't remember seeing any of the women in heels the whole movie. No, (laughs) I didn't take note of any heels. Well, they the only scene where they wear heels is in is at prom at the end. Spoilers: they get to hold the dance. Fuck! But they have to do it in Beaumont next week. 
But like that's the only time you ever see heels. The rest yeah, of the time they just wear sneakers. In high school and in the eighties. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so we cut to Reverend Moore preaching about the sad state with this rock and roll music, and the the kids want to do the grind dance. Like this motherfucker needs to come see twenty twenty three. Like he said, he doesn't like the music in the eighties. Hold my beer. Yeah. This is before Two Life Crew and uh, Cardi B. Uh, we see Ren and his mother are already in the audience as Reverend talks about rock and roll music and sex. And he guy like, smirks like, yeah. Uh, we see Ariel and her friends. They're over there checking out Ren. But Ariel looks right at him and is not impressed. She's like, eh. Because she is with Chuck and he likes to... Drive a truck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is Kevin a- Bacon's <laughs> hair a mullet? Yes. Okay, business up front. Party in the back. He always has kind of a mullet. Yeah. It's. I feel like hair. the back is not long enough to be a total it's, it's mullet, a, it's and it's very, mullet. it's very spiky. It's a mullet. Any. <laughs> what was it? Mullet. Somebody there. I watched a video a on mullet. Instagram about a haircut style called the bullet, which was like a bob mullet, which pretty much just looked like a mullet, but apparently. It's a specific version of the mullet that they call the bullet. Mm. We'll look forward to that. Uh, So after service, everybody meets everybody. The girls are all going out for a soda pop. And um, Ren meets Ariel, and she's not impressed. She wants to go out and get um, a soda pop, or something popped anyway. Um, Rusty thinks that he is fine. She's all about him. She thinks that he is all of that in a bag of potato chips. Um, so on the way there, the girls are talking about philosophy and deep thinking, and nope, they're actually talking about sex. Yeah, because they're teenage girls. I don't know why this is news. I've never hung out with teenage girls like that. And they didn't talk, you know, what do teenage boys talk about? Philosophy. Um, <laughs> sex. World hunger. World hunger. Girls. You know, sex, the issues of the video day. Video games. Politics, right? politics a little bit, but that's going to get a little wonky. Uh, I had a good friend of mine who's into theology. He would talk about, God damn it, boy. So anyway, my friends in high school talked about cheerleading and cute boys, but not having sex with them. Brian Kelly. Uh, I did know a couple girls that dated him. <laughs> One of them being <laughs> my sister. <laughs> One of them being my sister. Anyway, uh, so but we didn't talk about him like that. <laughs> so Chuck comes up, um, and this is where we see Ariel's a fucking asshole. So they he drives up in a truck, and they're honking back and forth, and they start racing. So. Ariel decides that she's going to jump from one car to the truck. Mm-hmm. And, okay, let's say that's a good idea. But then she decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stand up between the two cars. Which shouldn't have worked Which would have worked anyway, at, yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. truck was yeah. considerably one higher One leg would have been up here and one leg would have been down here. Okay. She'd have been sideways and shit. But anyway, she sees a truck coming at them and, and wants to die. Anything. And the she's like, truck driver... Doesn't stop. No. I you thought could that just was weird stop. too. If I was that truck driver, I would have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so she decides break. she wants to die. So she stands there and truck has to let go of the wheel and pull her into the car. Where and then they And celebrate. then broke her leg, right? Because you would think. Because this comes back. She's not coming later. in the car with out serious injury, I don't think. Yeah, it was really dumb. 
Yeah, she kids, listen is. to your Uncle John. And really, she Don't pisses do off everybody else who was in both Yeah, cars. and then they pull, like, the girls pull off to the side of the road, and then um, Rusty is like, you should not have let her do that. Well, I mean, as if they could have stopped her, but maybe you should have pulled over the car if she wanted to get in Chuck's truck. No, you should have done fucking jam on the brakes and killed the bitch. Sorry. What? <laughs> Quite frankly, Why if, does that need to be on her those girls' conscience? If I had That's been... Good the driver of the car with the girls. If, when she started to reach yeah, no. out, I would nope. have just slowed down yeah. yep. and let him go. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that with me Same. driving yeah, this no. car. No. Anyway, so back to something we'll happens. See We're him all couple yeah. at the diner or wherever the hell it is they're going. Because she wants to die. Yeah. So back at the house, Ren is, yeah, Ren is getting acquainted with uh, the town people. And she hears that a teacher was going to teach Slaughterhouse Five, and he's like, "Oh, that's a classic. It's a great book." And they're like, "We don't do that around here." <laughs> Is it a great book? What's it about? It's a weird ass. It's it's a weird ass book. It's it kind of has a guy jumping back and forth through time because aliens, mm-hmm. and talk goes to World War Two, and it's just it's just a weird book. It's Came war, out in the war 70s. is bad. Yeah, war is bad. War is bad. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's not like about actual slaughterhouses. No, no, well, which that's what the jungle the is end, about, by the way. He has to hide in a slaughterhouse at the end from the Germans, in part of it. But I don't understand what this has to do. I mean, I haven't read it in like twenty years or whatever. Yeah. But I don't understand what this has to do with anything. Well, no, because like they're it's talking not like about anti god or it's not pro dancing or. But it does have aliens and time travel. So? Or but so that's enough for this town. It's it? not. It's not I a so. It's not a book that they consider a classic. It's probably one of those. It's probably you a book that makes books. you <laughs> with lots of metaphors it's and. Stu- it was just trendy philosophical in the early, discussion. It came out in the late seventies and it was trendy in the early eighties, which is why they bring it up because no one's yeah. talking about it now. No, but there's some books make you know incite a lot of philosophical discussion about what is right and what is wrong. And this town does not want that because they're telling you what is right and what is wrong. So they wouldn't want any book that would make you think. Also, it came out in 69, so I guess it's not that old a book. Maybe it's like a Too newer, newer book that's kind of weird, like Fight Club or something like that kind of came out. Fight Club. All right, so anyway, now it's nighttime, and the girls just get to the drive-in or whatever. Yeah. They had to drive very I'm Like, where the fuck is, are they yeah. going to get soda? There's like nothing in this town, apparently. And you know, so you have the and church. And her dad come. Not spoiler. It's, spoiler, yeah, it's yeah. not that far. It yeah. can't be that far. But it's nighttime, and the girls are all mad at Ariel, and she's like, "Edna, give me your fries." And she's like, "No, bitch, they're my fries." She's like, "Rusty, get me Edna's fries," and she laughs. I'm like, "Bitch, yeah. you know what I'd put on those fries? What? Dirt. I'd put dirt on those fries. I wouldn't share my fries. Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> Whatever." Anyway. I mean, I would with you. So then, she, yeah. So she um, then gets her smuggled boombox out with smuggled tapes. I didn't think that was her boombox. I thought, I thought was that was his. Chuck's. And what I want to know is how loud is this fucking boombox? Because yeah, it's about 18 inches. <laughs> yeah. It's like your standard boombox you'd have in your room. And she puts the this on. And the fucking dude in the back is cooking and he's dancing. The guy's playing video games. Okay. So this is like a Sonic-esque kind of and they're dancing malt shop drive-up sh- restaurant kind of a thing, yes. Yes. right? Um, there's a bunch of cars there. If you really wanted to play loud music, um, all of those cars are equipped with a radio. Yeah, so why don't you all just put on the same station? Just because the town doesn't want you listening to that type of music doesn't mean that's not on the fucking radio station because this town does not control every radio station. You don't know the long arm of Reverend uh, Moore. Anyway, 
Like, so everybody's dancing, and it's ridiculous because the entire place is dancing. There's one little boombox. Now I don't know if you guys, you probably don't, but you Tony. And does. they're getting it. Those don't get that loud. No, I that's why they box. had mega bass With yeah. boomboxes, the, the, the big motherfuckers, because those Look, would get loud. It doesn't matter. Ish. These people were getting it. These are also 1980 speakers, <laughs> so they're toilet paper with a big magnet on it. <laughs> they're not like stuff we have. They're now. not they're bows. Not bows. <laughs> yeah, like you see a kid now. He's got like a, something the size of a glass, and yeah. it's the loudest thing ever. Like, oh my god! Yeah, that's just because you're old. It's probably really quiet. <laughs> no, it's because speakers are better now. <laughs> so the Reverend Moore shows up. So it couldn't have been like Carl said. It couldn't have been that far because, and he finds his daughter and he says, "Your mother didn't know if you had any money." So he gives her money. When he's very disappointed. Yeah. Her listening. He gives her money, rock music, and dancing, and a look with a boy (laughs) doing that grind dance in the eighties. I don't even think they called it the grind back then. I don't know. I don't think they had a name for it at that point. Not white people in this small town. Um, considering, considering how much dancing in the 80s was just like a full body dry heave, there wasn't a ton of contact. Are you aware of the though. 60s at all? Or yeah, but Did you see the 60s? Because they were doing the grind dance then. Did you ever see Not Dirty Dancing? Did you ever see Dirty Dancing? I did. What year that... did it take place? It was like 64. No, it didn't. 64. It, really? didn't. it definitely didn't. Despite the fact that I... All right, sh- to the IMDb's. People assume that I'm an expert on that movie. I've seen it once. Really? That's <laughs> I've seen it a thousand times only because my well, sister okay, loves it. okay, first of all, that movie came out in 87. No, no. This, well, that's not when it's set. Yeah, though, what, it? I'm looking. What year is Dirty Dancing set in? I'm Googling it so right that. now. So the next day, Ren's getting ready for school, and he's wearing a tie and like a leather jacket. Okay. I have one of those. Don't worry a about it. A tie or a leather jacket? Yes. Both? <laughs> But did you ever wear them to Oh, school? 63, no. I guess. I did. But I said 64? Nine years. I was way off. Uh, <laughs> and so his mother's like, well, why don't you like not wear the tie? We're in Beaumont. And he's like, I like it. So, all right. Fine, whatever. And then he, he drives up in his yellow bug, playing Quiet Riot's Bang Your Head. Now, in, in the new one, he has to build this car. The but, Volkswagen Beetle? Yeah, but it's the same car. It might be the actual car from this Why one. Why is he building a Volkswagen Beetle? Because his uncle was like, hey, I have, you know. Oh, he's rebuilding it. He's like, it's I have a car in the in the garage. If you can oh, get it okay. to run, you can have it. And he does. It doesn't turn into Bumblebee and save the world? No, huh. not even a little bit. Um, Bernie Mac doesn't show up and sell it to him. No. No. Enough said. This is 2000. No. <laughs> All right. So... This immediately gets the attention of everybody in the school because someone's playing music. And they had never heard of Quiet Riot. But they all have cars with radios. <laughs> they all have cars with radios. But who thinks to turn them on, you know? Well, the cops pull you over, but we'll get to that if you play music. Mm-hmm. So as he's walking up, he bumps into Willard. And Willard's like, man, watch your ass. And he's like, sorry. And he's like, what? You got a problem or something? And Willard's giving him shit. And he's like, oh, hey, man, I like your hat. Hey, tell me, do they sell men's clothes where you got that hat? <laughs> and Willard is like, all right, we could be buddies. And let's talk for a minute. I know we keep going back to the remake. So we look at Chris Penn. You buy him as like a rough, tough cowboy. Okay. Miles Teller plays Willard in the season. I also buy him as a rough, tough cowboy. I don't buy him as a tough guy ever. I don't buy him at all. I don't buy sh- Chris Penn as a tough guy. Chris he Penn knew Taekwondo. Chris Penn's an actor. Nobody knew Taekwondo! He was broke six boards. He's nice guy Eddie. Those were bricks. What were they bricks? I don't remember. I've seen it so much. That 
The only badass in that movie is Eric Roberts. <laughs> Julius brother? Nobody's ever said that before. He's a real badass. Is he? You I never saw the Pope. No Eric Roberts. That's because no you idea. never saw the Pope of Greenwich Village. Maybe, maybe if you're talking about um, what are those? Who movies? do you think would win in a fight, Eric Roberts or Steven Seagal? Uh, probably Steven. Well, Seagal. how much does Steven Seagal weigh at the time? Yeah, he might just sit on. How about peak Steven Seagal and peak Eric Roberts? Steven best Seagal. of the best versus Under Siege. Well, Under Siege. I'm going Eric Roberts. Fuck Roberts Steven Seagal. Fight. I know. I hate Steven. I, I think Steven Seagal's fighting ability is that of I don't know. I sent you a that, small child. I sent yeah. you that thing where he was hurting people. Who do you think yeah, would win dick, in a fight yeah. between Jackie Chan and Jet Li? That's a much more interesting like, matchup. Uh, like in their primes. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I'd go with Jet Li. Really? Only because I think Jackie Chan is very good, but he's more of a performer, whereas Jet Li and I think seems like more Chan's of a fighter. Chan's a nicer guy. Yeah. Lee's probably... I, think I don't think either one of them would fight. Like, Jet Li would be like, I'm not fighting him. No way, that's Jackie Chan. <laughs> they got nothing to gain. Right. No, but nothing I just was curious. But now my brain is, like, putting people who you might like? be fighters together in movies. Mm. So she's like, John Goodman and Rick Moranis. Damn. Well, John Goodman would win that. <laughs> How old is John Goodman? It doesn't matter. John if it's Good- early Roseanne, then yes. But if it's now... <laughs> well, John, John Goodman. Goodman would win that fight if there was such a fight. But there's no way that anybody could ever attack Rick Moranis. Right. That's not true. Guy on the planet. That's no, not true. That's not true. Really I know. Someone attacked Rick Moranis. <laughs> attacked Rick Moranis. And if I ever I find would... that motherfucker, I'm going to beat his ass. Everybody oh, would kill that dude. And the cops are going to show up and go, oh, that dude that's the guy that hit Rick Moranis. Fuck him. That guy had to change <laughs> his name and move to Ecuador. Anyway, so at the lunchroom, uh, Willard and Ren are talking about, you know, where Ren is from and Who does your what they did and... And he's like, oh, hey, you know, he's from Chicago. And mm-hmm. Ren tells a story about how, you know, he used to dance the ranches off. They would go to these clubs. And there was this one girl, Ginger. And he tells this whole story about how he had sex with this girl, Ginger. Really? And he's like, no. Oh. <laughs> I love this story. This story is so great. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man. He goes, yeah, but we did dance, though. We danced our asses <laughs> off with the clubs. Um, so Rusty what comes up and is like, you have to come eat with us. It takes Willard's food and takes Ren's food. It makes like, them come over. like, why are you eating this cafeteria food? We have home-cooked food over here. And they here. Had, had chicken. But as soon as they get there, what do they do? Eat their same fucking foods. Yeah. But they just wanted Ren to sit at their table. So they have a hard life. They have to go sit with the pretty popular girls at the table. Uh, this is where Ren finds out that it's illegal to dance. And he's like, jump back. And I'm like, who the fuck says jump back? I don't know, but you should from now on. Uh, James Brown. Oh, my God. Can it hit it clear? Hey! Look, I need you I to do start calling. Huh? I need you to start calling all your friends old cock, and I need you to <laughs> to only use jump back as an explanation. We were watching something, and somebody called their buddy an old cock. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, you old cock!" And I was like, "You need to call somebody." <laughs> wow. I'm like, "You should start calling all your buddies that." Just be like, "What's up, you old cock?" <laughs> it was just a really like, weird jump back. Jump it was back. Something weird. That's right, Ben. We're talking to you. <laughs> so anyway, jump back into the movie. And so we cut to the gas pumps where Ren is still stuck on. He's like, wait a minute. You can't dance at all. And Willow's like, no, you can't dance. And it is so, a weird thing. <laughs> so they're driving and, he, and Willow's like, yeah, my cousin lives in a place they can't dance. There's places all over you can't dance. And he's like, so you never hear music. He's like... Did you ever hear um, in Men at, Men at Work? Men at Work. He goes, what are they working on? <laughs> he goes, no, that's the band. That's the name of the band. What do they play? That's the name of the band. He goes, did you ever see the, you ever hear the police? Who? No, I've seen them, no. Oh, where? Concert? No, behind you. 
Which is because he's driving blast of music in his. Yeah, he's still bug. playing Quiet Riot, Bang Your Head, because you know they had to pay for songs. They just wanted to recycle one. He had that tape. Yeah, <laughs> he probably I mean, did have that tape. He might have had the single. We were talking about that recently. I remember buying my sister for her birthday the Tracy Chapman Drive. Yikes! The single single tape. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the song recently was we used to go to the record store and they had those loose. So you wore a loose shirt. It's good though. You can take them and just slide them into your shirt. Lucy so they were only like four dollars. Like <laughs> we used to steal them. We would walk no, up and just big, grab them I mean, and look at it, and then you just like let it go and let it fall into your sleeve. The new yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. Car. I used to steal. The singles. new version is good, but it's never going to be as good as Tracy Chapman. What were they out? Like I don't know, like sixteen bucks. <laughs> but I remember buying Jessica that tape. <laughs> he might have had the single because that was a thing. Box, shoe box, single yeah. tapes. tapes. <laughs> Pretty so sure I, I had the single of "How Do You Talk to an Angel." Oh, <laughs> nice. So we used to have the we we get you know, like our parents would get wine and they would come in these wood boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those He's taped, the wine guy. Well, those, these tapes used to fit perfect. In really? Them, so everybody had like all of these wine boxes full of tapes. Yeah. <laughs> we use shoe boxes. <laughs> and the wood, same wood boxes you get yeah. now, but they had like a little hinge on them, and they were perfect. So, my mom had this. I wish I had one still. My mom had this entertainment like center. And no, no, with the tapes. In it. Oh, well. And the drawer was all the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my like mom, the wine box you can get the tapes, man. I want the tapes. My mom was talking to me about something the other day, and she's like, uh, she was like, oh, we were watching something, and I thought about you because, uh, you know, you and Nana's movie was Arthur and all that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She goes, I always want to watch Arthur, too, but I can't find it anywhere. And I'm like, Mom, just go on fucking Amazon and buy the DVD for $4. She goes, well, I think I can. Uh, she goes, I don't know about that, but I, I might go on there and see if I can get it for VHS. <laughs> I'm like, Why? I was like, because she has a VHS. Well, no, actually, because she made it sound like she has a VHS player, but she doesn't even have a VHS player because so they got just, rid of it. She just wants the VHS. Now, what's interesting about that is the DVD is a lot cheaper than the VHS because VHS yeah. is expensive. Well, that was the thing. Like, People who like, kept tapes are selling them for like a whole lot of money. Well, that's the thing is she was like, She's like, well, I was looking, she goes, I was looking for the VHS tape to, to buy online. And she goes, and then I thought I didn't have a VHS player. So I looked and I found a whole bunch of, I have a, a bunch of fucking VHS tapes still on the boxes and stuff. She just said, I throw them away. I was like, you should probably keep them. I'm throwing them in a tub. They, some of them might be worth something. It depends on what you have, you right. know, because in probably 10 more years, those are going to be disappearing. series of Jesus of Nazareth? Because <laughs> we had taped all of those off TV. <laughs> well, those are no, worthless, but, but like original VHS is something worth a lot of money. You just can't get she it. has it's too bad you got rid of all your Highlander episodes. She, she has a... Well, those are uh, free on like TV, so... Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that I bought for her from McDonald's. <laughs> every Christmas they would release certain movies from McDonald's, and I remember one year for Christmas I bought that for her when I was like ten or so, eight or something. Oh, she kept it. Yeah. Actually, that might be worth some money. It might be. There might be some crazy retro Rick collector out there that would spend right. some serious So I watch a, uh, a guy on YouTube. He's called Retro Rick. He collects retro video games, mm-hmm. and it's weird because it's like the crappiest NES game that no one played yeah. is worth like three grand. Oh yeah, because yeah. there's like seven. Seven copies in the world. Yeah. The it's like the, thing, the Olympic one is like yeah. the most expensive. It's like the no one, no one about, ever plays this. Nah. The game sucks, but yeah. the weirdest thing about Retro Rick is he's like thirty-one. Right. So oh he's looking for all these retro things, 
but, but he doesn't know what they are. Well, no. No, he knows what they are. He's, but, but, like, he's looking for things from, like, the late 90s and early 2000s and is calling them retro. Oh. And every time it makes me, it like, <laughs> it well, makes they me are. feel, yeah. I grow, like, a gray hair every yeah. time he talks about it. Because yeah. when I think of retro, I'm thinking At least 80s. 80s. Yeah. Maybe early 90s, but surely not anything be- after 1995. But if you're ever like, look, he's looking at stuff from so 2007. The glasses, ah, that was popular like, when he was a everywhere. child. Everywhere he goes, he's like, oh, there they are. They are everywhere. Because wow. really, everybody bought these Batman Forever glasses yeah, from the or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's because they and were awesome. gave them away. Yeah. I remember those and the Star Wars ones. Yeah. There's a lot of movies. Right. So Ren gets pulled over. And the police are giving him shit. And he's like, what? What'd I do? He goes, you're playing the music a little loud. He goes, is there a log against loud music? Yeah. <laughs> There might have like, been. He should have been a little less snotty, let's like, be real. Actually, and he's like, well, you have an Illinois driver's license. What the hell is all this? And he's like, well, that's where I'm from. And he hits him. He's like, hey, boy, you got a mouth. So he writes him a ticket. And at dinner, Ren's uncle warns him about people in Beaumont. They're like, look, people don't like that kind of thing. That's illegal. And he's like, he couldn't even give me a warning. He's like, nope. You're maybe in a small if, town. You're being an asshole. Maybe if you've been like, I'm new here and not... Like, oh my mouthy. god. Yeah, now yeah. he was mouthy. Yeah. Which, it was. if you're mouthy to a cop in Chicago and you're a teenager, guess what? They're giving you a ticket. If you're mouthy to a cop anywhere, yeah. guess what? You Anytime. talk yourself into a ticket. But I know, but like, there's no way he was getting off that ticket for talking to a cop anywhere. So, like, this he's is, just a prick. There's a, <laughs> well, there's a couple of things that prick. are like, what did you expect? Like, you're not showing me how strict this town is when you show me this fucking teenager with his music too loud that's mouthing off to the cops. Yeah. That's just him being a dick. Yeah, well, so we cut to Ariel with her father, and he's listening to, like, classical music, and he's like, and she's like, hey, why is this music okay, but the music I want to listen to is not? And he's like, well, this is uplifting music. Because I'm your dad and you live in my house. This isn't the kind of music that makes you want to, you know, fuck your brains out. And she doesn't quite get it. He says, that music's made to confuse people. You see, this is spiritual music. To help you find the lore. It's so funny because I was born when this movie came out. And the mu- the music of this movie that is bad is the music that I grew up having blasted in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the music in this movie was popular yeah. at the time. It was, it was so Kenny Loggins. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with this music. I mean, Kenny yeah. Loggins is exactly <laughs> well, the yeah. most... <laughs> Kenny it's Loggins. like, oh, no, it, it, you no, know those, like, hey. those rebels, Kenny Loggins, <laughs> Kenny, Huey Lewis? Kenny Loggins was Men very at work. sexy. Yeah. Do you remember that beard? <laughs> um, Everybody's fucking uh, land down under. You know what I thought was really weird? <laughs> Who can <laughs> be knocking at my door? I the safety <laughs> dance? Watch out. <laughs> oh, shit. I never really thought about this before. But as we're One night in Bangkok's it, about chess, for God's sake. <laughs> this time, it's a small town, and they're very country, like farm boys and all this stuff. But the music they listen to is popular rock. It's not country music. Like, at no point yeah. is there any country music anywhere in this movie. I just thought it was it's so It's not weird. even really popular rock. It's it's the, it's, it's it's the what music was rock. for the movie. Yeah, back then, yeah. Yeah, it was... It's not like they were listening to All of this music is on the soundtrack. And, yeah, but yeah. they were listening to, like... Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kiss and... Yeah, it's not Alice like, Cooper was out during this time. It's oh, yeah. not hair metal or I'm just like saying. That. They're listening to, like, new wave rock or yeah. something like that. Yeah, but you're right. You would expect... There to be country line dancing, perhaps. Yeah. When they went to, when he took you know who was a popular fellow was Ozzy Osbourne. That bar to dance. <laughs> that I think he was sense. actually like, eating all bass of at this those time. People are dressed as if they're going line dancing, and none of that music is country. Mm-hmm. In the sequel, they kind of do. It was just, it was a little interesting to me. I was like, I feel like there's. So, all right. So we leave from that. We cut to the next day of school. Wrench trying to leave, but Chuck's driving by, and he can't get out. 
And he's like, um, he starts giving him shit. And he's like, hey, is he wearing a necktie? I thought only pansies wore neckties. And Ren looks and goes, see, that's funny. I thought assholes used the word pansy. <laughs> and even Arrow's like, oh, he, he got, got you. you. And now it's like, on. He's going to pay for that. Because he called you an asshole after you called hey. him a pansy? I don't know. It just So <laughs> Chuck was just trying <laughs> to start fake, a fight. Fake bullies, though. He wanted to, you know, he was trying to establish dominance. And it didn't work, so now they have I to. Didn't, now I they didn't think <laughs> Ren was trying to take it from you. Because he caught, he, caught, he caught whiffs that his girl is getting into Kevin Bacon, rightly so. Uh, she so wasn't with, She wasn't whiffing him yet. No, she hey, doesn't start whiffing him until after the track look, Bacon has a scent, and you can smell it coming. <laughs> I know Elaine smells bacon, and she's like, ooh, I'm up. That's right. I'm up for bacon. Right now, go fry she's me like up like Killy's. Killy's be dead to the world. You start cooking anything, and suddenly. <laughs> if my mom wanted to get us out of bed, she would put, she would start cooking up bacon. And that shit worked every time. You know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to save some bacon grease. Mm-hmm. Not bacon. Oh. I'm just going to fucking cook the grease. Oh. <laughs> just going to put bacon That's grease evil. in the, I mean, in the, well in the wax warmer. I mean, you might as well put some warmer. eggs in there. <laughs> now he's just going to put it in the Sausage. wax melter. Your and just, wax I mean, Elaine gets up looking around. Where's the bacon? The oh. You'll <laughs> smell bacon? I don't smell Me bacon. Me and both Evil. the dogs will be bacon. bacon? Someone might be bacon. And the best Evil. part is I'm telling her about it right now and she won't remember. No, I'll have completely forgotten about this 20 minutes from well, now. Cook your eggs in that grease. It's, it's yummy. Home run eggs. <laughs> That's how you get home run eggs. That's yep. right. All right, so. Um, for Roger Maris. Willard warns Ren about Chuck, and then they go get Ren a job. And he's... um At like a flower factory. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, hey, do you know how to use a forklift? Nope. <laughs> do you know how to use this? Do you know how to use that? He's like, nope, nope, nope. nope. And then the guy's like, like, you don't have to do shit, do you? And he's like, you trying to fuck with me, man? He's like, no, you're just new here and you're a city kid. You might want to learn how to fucking tear it down a notch. And he's like, all right. So I start Thursday. And the guy's like, sure. He's going to give him a chance anyway, even though he doesn't know how to use any equipment in this factory. I mean, to well, be fair, none of it's that hard to use. <laughs> and it looks like he's just doing a lot of manual labor. He's like mostly Jax. just hauling sacks I mean, of flour. <laughs> what do you do with the high school kid? Have him lift up the sacks. I mean, as someone who has hired high school kids, somebody's got to give them their first job. Yeah, so if fact. they show any kind of personality, then you hire them. Sure. If they show no personality and ask no questions, then you pass on them. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you let them work there for a week, and then after they call or late six times, you fire them. I've also hired team entries. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes they turn out to be really great. You just don't know. So yeah. we cut to Ren, who's I was just great at McDonald's when I was fifteen. <laughs> you are still great. And if you stayed there, you'd be um, up to the manager. I was the drive-through queen. People would be like, "Wow!" I had like people would compliment me in the drive-through because they understood what I said. <laughs> because you know, McDonald's is historically shit at the drive-through. <laughs> Well, now you can and this was order. in, you know, 2000 or 1999, you know. Why doesn't the drive-through have that touchscreen self-ordering? Oh. That's where you need it. Not in the store, but at the drive-through. What does Why this have isn't to do that touchscreen? You can I mobile order my McDonald's talk. It's probably some, Get on that, corporate because America. Because some asshole will come up with a knife and cut it all up, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. And it probably costs like $800. Or somebody will drive Way into it when they're drunk. Right. So no, it's the bum that you told couldn't pedal for change on your property, so then he comes back and destroys your shit. He's on it. So now Ren is working, and Ariel shows up in her red boots. Yep. Pulling them off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they look fine. They're red cowboy I mean, boots. she's no Ted Mosby. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? <laughs> 
She's about the same level of selfishness, though. Let's be real. <laughs> Maybe she is a real Ted Mosby. <laughs> Um, she's Jed Mosley, but anyway, uh, so she, <laughs> so she challenges, um, Chuck, not Chuck. She challenges so, Ren. He's like, Chuck's got a challenge for you. You have to meet him on the back of his daddy's no, farm. No, she passes and he's on like, this message that of Chuck's challenge to Ren. Yeah, and she doesn't say what it is. And he's like, well, what's supposed to happen? You got to show up to find out. He's like, and what if I don't? People know you're scared. It's like, and I'll then he's like, why did you deliver this? Now. And she's like, I volunteered. Because, because she is a bitch and wants the bacon. No, she doesn't want the. She bacon. doesn't want the bacon. She does. No, she's here. She to, does not want she the bacon. Thinks, no, no, she thinks that he likes her because remember I, when he first met her, he was like, "Oh wow," and then in school he was like, "Ariel, right?" She's like, "Very good," and walks away. She knows that he wants her, but she, she is a thunder cunt and only thinks oh. about herself. She does, Did I say that out loud? <laughs> she thinks he's attractive because he's Kevin Bacon, obviously. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a studly fellow. But she's not really attracted to him until he beats Chuck. And then he's the alpha male. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's a bit cunty. Yeah. She's the, like, my least favorite. I think she's, she's curious about cunt, it. But it's I don't not think a bit she's cunty. Into she's it. cunty. But she does not like him until Chuck gets humiliated by being well, there's a bitch. No way to know that. All right, so cut to Ren doing gymnastics. Like you do. Yeah, like every teenage boy does. Because this small town and wherever has a gymnastics team. Yes. A competitive gymnastics team. Of course. And Willard's sitting there while Kevin Bacon is just holding on to the bar, and then it cuts away, and his stunt double comes in to spin. It was cool, though. I was like, all right. That's cool. And so they talk about Ariel, and Willard says, I think she's been kissed a lot. I mean, Which is a nice way of saying he thinks that she's a bit of a whore. Whoa. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's no, not... because he says people think she's fast, which means people think she is a whore. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, well, what, do you think it's true? And he says, well, I think she's definitely been kissed a lot, which is, I don't know, but she gets around. Which is code for, have you slept with her? And he's like, no. Nah. But that's he didn't say she is a slut. He said she... Just been around. Well, tell me how teenage boys work. I will. Let me explain to you how the human reproductive system works. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Let me tell you how the human body works. So we cut to Ariel and Chuck post-coitus. This really goes against the whole she's been kissed a lot thing. And they're having... Yeah, nobody sees that part but Ariel and Chuck. And so they have their post-coitus chat about her red boots and my daddy hates these boots. Well, I can see why. All right. It's... At no point do I get, like, her and Chuck seem to have a pretty decent relationship, though. They do. They have, they're a rebellious team. Like, they seem like they're a good couple. They get along. They do really dumb shit. You're kind of just dating one of six people, so. I don't get the impression that her dad hates Chuck at any point, either. And you don't really get the idea that Chuck is that bad of a person. No. He's kind of a dick to Ren, but. He's a little bit of a bully, and, but. But, but he's a new kid, and you bully yeah, new and kid. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Ren is a weirdo compared to the rest of them. Right. Yeah. He, so he wore a tie to school. I don't care who you are. That's going to get you some funny looks. <laughs> right. Like, if you think about, if you look at it from Chuck's point of view, so here's this weird kid who comes in playing his weird music and looking like a weirdo. He's probably going to get bullied. 
I mean, and this guy, you know, he's he's a little bit of a dick, but he's just a typical high and school. The whole town doesn't like strange people. Yeah, he doesn't places. fit in. So, so we cut going. to the daddy's farm where Ariel finally is like, "Hey, I think you've had uh, enough to smoke." He's like, "Don't tell me I've had too much." I didn't say you had too much. I said you had a lot to smoke. Yeah, she's like, concerned that Chuck might be high. Too, too high, high to, to play tractor chicken. Whatever the hell it is. Tractor, tractor chicken. chicken. How high do you have to be to play, to be too high to play tractor chicken? Uh, I'd have to I be pretty know. high to play tractor chicken. It's pretty <laughs> stupid <laughs> and sad. Also, I don't know. Yeah, but Ren isn't high, so why does Ren play tra- tractor chicken? Because people will know you're scared. He wants to prove that he's cool to everybody. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's the and new he's kid. he's a prick. He's, <laughs> Ren's a prick. He's the new kid. He's got to prove that he's not going to take shit. Yeah. Yeah, well. So they explain what the nobody tells Ren. Also, nothing. there's a big group of people here, uh-huh. and most of them seem to be on Ren's side. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, like Rusty and the other girls, all of Ariel's well, friends are house. over there with him. In the They're beginning not. with the truck, her friends don't like Chuck. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so her friends are like, "Fuck Chuck." And we get the idea that Rusty has been with Willard this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems like they're just a couple. Willard is friends so, with Ren. And Willard is friends with Ren. But she doesn't so. like Chuck, so yeah. of course she's over so there. So she's naturally going to be with Ren. Carly's right, yeah. And there's that other guy that is always hanging That big around. buff dude? Yeah, the big yeah. buff dude. <laughs> what is, is this guy? Rando dude. Yeah. But he's like everywhere. In the sequel, he's black. Like, I don't understand... <laughs> Who that? How that guy knows Ren? Because he seems like he's sort of got Ren's back. All he's over just the, place. the cool dude. He is the cool dude. I mean, we might as well call him Waterson. Sure. Um, so they have Do the. You not know who that is. No. Waterson is the name of. Um, Take your time. From all right, all right, all right. Um, that's the Dazed character. And Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Matthew oh. McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused. Oh, I did, it's been a while since I've Dazed and Confused. <laughs> it's going to be a while before I watch it again. It's not bad. It's just, yeah. it's a movie about a time a and a place that has nothing to do with me. I'm like, yeah. it was the 70s. I kind of feel like, I mean, other than Ben Affleck. That big buff dude is Woody, played by John Laughlin. Yeah, so Ben Affleck and, and Days of Confused is pretty cool. I don't remember. Who oh, was, yeah. uh, welcome back Actually, to the podcast from The Rock. He usually is. <laughs> he was it's most movies one he's of the like, this is, I'm trying to think of one where he isn't. He was a that was but that was his character. He was an asshole in Dogma. He was an asshole in Batman. He was an asshole in um, so Armageddon. Now we, so Ren is trying to figure out. He's like, I don't know how to drive a tractor. So Woody and Willard are telling him how to you know drive the tractor yeah. and you know what you do, what you don't do. And he's like, Hey Woody, has anybody ever died doing this? He's like, Just once. <laughs> I'm sure more than once, but maybe not here. So now Chuck has the world's loudest boombox again and, and puts on Bonnie Tyler's <laughs> holding out for a hero. Oh, really? I was like, really, guys? We're dropping this song for chicken tractor racing? I need a hero? Where have all the good men gone and where are all the gods? That's well, here's I'm, one of the tractors. I'm asking. I'm pretty sure the last time we heard that song is when we uh, did Short Circuit. <laughs> This poor song. It's in this. It's in Short Circuit. It's in Shrek. Shrek. It never gets its due. <laughs> it's in Who's Harry Crumb? I mean, it could be worse. It could be uh, There Goes My Hero, which has a peak of Varsity Blues. <laughs> well, I wonder if any I song about that, that song with Hero in the name IMDb. usually doesn't oh, do well. Yeah. Except for Mariah Carey's Hero. Anyway, so we're and we're off and. Ren's trying to figure out how to use the truck, and he's playing with the buckets, and, and Chuck's like, oh, you'll play with the buckets? Oh! Anyway, Ren's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. And he tries to get up, but his shoelace is caught. So that song was specifically written for Footloose, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Whoa! So we need a song for this scene, and Bonnie Tyler's like, I got it. I got it. I need a hero. You know, someone that 
races tractors. No, plays tractor chicken. Yeah. They're not yeah. even racing. I, know. I thought they were racing. And then it turns out that's not what they're doing. Yeah, you're just driving no. slow. We're so we're driving <laughs> each other like 12 miles an hour. Ooh. It's like, I'm going to get to you eventually. So this song was in. And we're going to wreck $7,000 worth of equipment. The new Super Mario Brothers movie. I don't really Shazam Fury of the Gods. Oh, God. Um, let's see, what else? Yeah, you're right. This song has had a rough life. It's, it's, it's had a rough Christmas. It's never been in, uh, used uh, in a good Super way. Super cute, cool, whatever that is. Did you ever see 8 Bit Christmas? No, it was in Marvel's bad. Guardians yeah. of the Gra- Galaxy video game. Oh, okay. right, that's so, anyway, so now they're, Ren is stuck on the tractor and he can't jump off. Right. And mm-hmm. everybody. Which happens in every fucking chicken race in every movie. And Ariel's yelling, jump, jumpy chicken. And Chuck's like, yeah, jump. And then the Ren just. Won't open. The Angry Birds. Movie too. No one cares. Yeah. So then Ren is, is just like, well, I'm gonna fucking die here. It just sits down. And Chuck's like, what are you doing? Take Get your shoe up, off. you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jump. And he doesn't. So Chuck's like, shit. He actually says shit. So now he knows he's got a what? Cover his ass. Thank you. And then luckily this, these tractors are on GoBots because they just go into the ditch. And Chuck's like, oh my god, he tried to kill me. He's like, motherfucker, you were driving a tractor at him too. I mean, Ren could have perhaps steered when he could get chicken. off. No, yeah. You have, then you have to turn because you're a chicken. So I guess he's like, my shoelace is stuck. I'm I dead. Might, I might die. So, so now <laughs> all of Ren's friends run to him and he's doing the celebratory thing and he's trying to get his fucking shoelace and off. He's and he's like, God the damn hero. It. And he's, well, they're holding out for one. <laughs> and Ariel decides immediately she wants to be with Ren. So we cut to the next. I mean, scene. you want her. That's what. That's that's how chicken works. Whoever the girl is, you win her. <laughs> she does. You know what? Need to that's eat how salad. it always works. It, perhaps that is how it works. It is. So in the next scene, Rusty is giving Ariel the lowdown on Ren, and it's like, wow. And she's like, it's fine to be excited about him, and Ariel's like, I think you might be excited about. Him. <laughs> but Rusty likes Willard. It seems. Yeah, Rusty yeah. seems like she thinks that Ren is really a. Uh, a hot thinks, piece of ass. She thinks he's good looking and a nice guy, but she does have genuine feelings. She loves for Willard. Willard. Willard's a good dude. <laughs> Willard. So we cut to um. It's the country. <laughs> we cut to yeah. Re- America is a country. You're right. <laughs> Where we name dudes Willard. Well, so not we, really. I'm but. just really trying to cut to Ren here, and they won't let me. So nah. Ren's in a classroom, and the drug dealer comes up and is like, "Hey, I got a little friend I can help you from time to time." He's like, "Look, I don't want your shit." Now Stiles this makes brother. sense though, because Ren is a cool dude from the big city. Of course, he wants to buy weed. He's like, "Here's one on the house." He's like, "Look, man, I don't want your shit." And the teacher comes in and is like, "I'm gonna get you." And he's like, "This is tea," and runs. And, and he, he brings it into the bathroom. Because I thought like this dude was yeah. in the group of Chuck's friends. I thought they were setting him up. Yeah. I thought they they might have the been. Coming. They might have been. Like. But then he's like, this is tea. Because it he, makes he it look like Ren is selling it to the other kid. Yeah. Yeah. And he flushes it. And he's like, come on. But I have flushed that if it was a real joint. Mm-hmm. And the teacher's like, well, I guess I, I can't do anything now. Not like I saw you. Well, there's no evidence. No evidence, no crime. That's not how that works in school. No, I just don't school count. have n- there is no laws that are governed by in schools. And they go up could, and say, go he's a senior. I don't know if he's eighteen yet, but he could have claimed that it was a cigarette, a hand rolled cigarette. Yeah, and that's true. And they don't have it, and we know he smokes. <laughs> and it was nineteen eighty four, and everybody smokes. <laughs> These are facts. I'm just smoking. saying. Carly has really cracked the case here. <laughs> anyway, so Ren's uncle is lecturing him about people are blaming him for all the trouble in town. We hear some people have knocked over some tractors. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Ren? 
Nope. Nope. Polar bear fell <laughs> on me. I, was, I did drive a tractor, but it was upright. Yeah. <laughs> when I left the mine was whole up. Time. <laughs> you have to ask Chuck about it. That other. was Chuck who drove his father's tractor into the They river. did teach me how to drive a tractor. <laughs> so and so Ren's uncle's giving him. She's like, "Look, I never try to replace your father." He goes, "No, no, you won't!" And and storms off. There's something I really I thought dislike. His father here. had died at this point. No, he left. <laughs> I know that because that comes up later. But at this point, I thought they moved here after his father died. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just want to say, this well, in the sequel, in the remake, the, Ren's mother dies, which is, is why he gets there. So mm. this is a criminal underuse of Mrs. Felcher, by the way. Yeah. Because at no point does she act like she's his mom. Nope. No. Like. Yes, his dad left, so they had to come move in with her sister. But, like, she doesn't stick up for her kid or try to parent her kid or get between him and this uncle. She just lets the uncle talk shit to him the whole time. I'm not sure I'd be okay with that. Well, so he does like any teenage boy does, and we've all done. Tony, you know. You get mad, you find an empty warehouse. You gotta go dance it out. And, <laughs> what you do, man. And you rage dance. I feel like this is something. Wait for it. And do gymnastics. I feel do. like While rage smoking. dancing is something girls do. That's what you so, do. I mean, we've like all done it. All the time. All the time. I, if I can't tell you how many times I just was on the parallel horse, I was a pummel horse guy when I got mad. I'd be working the horse. I did the rings, you know. I was a horse guy, so I would work the pummel rings. horse and I'd be all the rings in my face. Oh, all I can think about is in the. What that movie with the where Vince Vaughn where they had the fraternity old school oh, old, school. old school, and they have to compete in the gym, in the games or in in yeah. gym and he's got the and iron he's cross on, so he's smoking he's doing the iron cross while smoking that is all I can picture right now is Tony doing that was the Tony iron yeah cross. <laughs> You, you know, I wasn't had, good at the the horse. Like, yeah, I was a horse guy, but you know, yeah, you can go get off that horse. Uh -huh. I hear Will was real good on the floor exercise. Well, he ribbons. He was in the girls' team. Yeah, was a little tall for <laughs> floor. <laughs> I would not say no to watching him ribbon dance, though. Oh, that would be delightful. I mean, it was just just what I heard. I mean, <laughs> how many times you just get pissed off and you bust out the ribbons? I'm just, yeah. <sighs> so Not anyway, too many times. After he does his amazing routine here, it's and what I love about this is that nowadays they would just superimpose your face on this yeah. uh, the person doing it, but this is done in the shadows. Yeah. I also want to talk about the quality of this dancing. It's pretty bad though. So when, it's, <laughs> yeah. when you zoom in on Kevin Bacon's face, he's always just like jiggling a little bit, yeah. and then it cuts away and it's like a shadow. And this dude getting it. Okay, but that dude is getting it, but it's not a well choreographed. It's no, it seems like they told the guy, "All right, go." And weird. <laughs> What music was this guy listening to? <laughs> and here's a, I know well, the thing about these. I don't. Do they have this song already picked out for the movie? Because he's just dancing, <laughs> or whatever he's doing. It's half workout. But at this point, half I went. It's really weird. At this point, I went. Now I want to watch Flashdance. I don't know what it made me. <laughs> this scene made me think of Flashdance. So my favorite. And I was like, I want to watch Flash. My favorite <laughs> movie from the '80s with bad dancing is a movie called Fast Forward. Where they I've had competition dance teams, <laughs> I've never and heard the pinnacle of the of the dance off at the end was one of the guys plays with nunchucks. Oh. <laughs> Does he get drums with him? No. Uh -oh. If you pick, you should see if there's a copy of that available because I think that would be a banger of an episode. 
hold on. What is that? There's a ballet Dude, movie that I really like. BT Dubs. This movie cost $8 million and made $80 million. <laughs> Holy shit, somebody got rich off of this fucking movie. How are there not... If this was nowadays, there'd be so many sequels. Yeah. Okay. What's it called? <sighs> Fast Forward? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I've seen that, but I don't know. I've never it's heard of it. It's not familiar to me at all, but that's not surprising. 1985, 1985 yeah. <laughs> it's on Tubi. We're watching it tonight. 83%. <laughs> How much? 83%. <laughs> what the fuck is happening at 83%? <laughs> oh, my God. There's six people have <laughs> No, 1,000 plus ratings, man. Wow. Oh, have you ever seen the movie Center Stage? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. That is also a fun, ridiculous dance movie about a ballet company. <laughs> it's real good, though. I'm, I really right, like so it. So anyway, Ariel we finds... We whole do a whole month of ridiculous dance. <laughs> well, you can do fast forward. Fame is also good. So Ariel finds him and tells him that, um, hey, no one knows I'm here. He goes, in this town, there's eyes everywhere. She's being creepy as fuck. Yeah, she just walks in on his way dancing. She asks him, hey, do you want to kiss me? And he says, someday. And she's like, what is this someday shit? And he's like, well, you were dating someone else five minutes ago, and I don't really go like that. You know, I, I'm not the kind of guy who would, you know, steal another dude's girl. That's, exa- that's what's Kevin, look in his eyes. That's, that's what Kevin Bacon so says. What you're says, you're misrepresenting this scene, though. What he says so, is, I hear you're kind of a slut, and I don't want to be a bad kisser because you have so many guys to no, compare no, me to. No, says, <laughs> right, that's what he said with his lips, but no, with his no, eyes. He was no. like, I'm a stand-up guy. First of all, she interrupts his rage dancing, and then they hang out. And then she asks him if he wants to kiss her. And then no, he's right like... right off the bat, she's like, do you want to kiss me? Oh, then no. they go, no, watch it again, fucker. I'm telling you, I wrote Ooh. it down. <laughs> she's like, do you want to kiss me? And he's like, someday. And then she says, what's this someday she shit? Says, then she says, hey, do you want to say something? And she says, "Your boy, I don't want your boyfriend to remove my liver with a spoon or some shit like that. I love how she wouldn't even let me finish the fucking sentence. She just wanted to interrupt. But then they go and she and shows him the train tracks. So they go to the yeah. train tracks and they call it the yearbook. And they, where they, all the kids write their poems. You know, like all the kids do. Oh, that's what you do after you rage dance. Like none of the kids do. Like when I, I was in high school, I couldn't tell you how many abandoned um, railroads we would go to with some find some cars. We would just write poetry. That's what the you only do. high school poetry I've ever read has been one in class or two on it inside of a bathroom. And I, um, you know, it would only be about in a big romantic book, things. Maybe. And, and when so, you had to write a haiku in class. Unless you're uh, Ricky Baker and you write haikus for therapy. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> or um, the narrator in... God, now oh, I want to um, watch Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. I'll write it. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> so we see that Ren randomly picks one to read. And it's Ariel's. And she's like, it's not even one of my best. I'm like, oh, you're modest too, you bitch. Wow. <sighs> Spoiler, she's my least favorite character. There's not even a close second. <laughs> I mean, there's Ariel, and there's a whole lot of space. <laughs> the guy that beats her is under her. <laughs> no, oh, we'll get there. No, well, I have thoughts about yeah, that well, scene. Elaine has the same thoughts. <laughs> so then She had that shit coming. <laughs> so then, wait, Ariel's not done being a bitch yet. So then she's uh, like, oh, look, a train comes. Usually what we do is we just scream, or we make out like crazy. Or sometimes... We go commit suicide. Yeah. And then she goes and stands in front of the train, holds out her hand and yells. Like, she expects the fucking train to she stop for stop her. Stop in the name of crazy town. Yeah. And Ren stops and pulls her off and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, psycho hose beast. Remember Rain's World? I don't even own Tame a gun, let girl. alone yeah. many guns that mm-hmm. necessitate a whole rack. So he takes her home and... Um, 
And he brings her home late. So then she gets in yeah. trouble with her dad. Yeah, with that Wren boy. Who are you with, Wren McCormick? I don't like him. I don't want you hanging out with him. I heard things about him. You don't hear things about her, though? <laughs> <laughs> From the train it, guy? <laughs> or the truck guy? The truck guy? It seems like or, everybody or in the town knows that your daughter has a death wish. A couple of loose screws And loose. Is kind, kind of gets and, around, but you. And I mean, he does Let's be real that. here. She's previously been dating Chuck. Mm-hmm. And he is not a great, I mean, he's not a bad guy, but he's also not a great guy. You don't hear things about Chuck the bully? <laughs> or Chuck who well, got bullying. high and drove his daddy's tractor he's, into the creek? But he's bullying Ren, so he's a yeah. good guy. Yeah, but right. he's Ren. It's all about perspective. Yeah. All right, so. Bullying the outside. So Ariel immediately starts yelling at her father and stomps off because. Yep. Because she's a teenager. Yeah, right. So what's I doing? mean, really, almost everything she does is because she's a teenager. And <laughs> let's be real here. No, nope, we're crazy. Well, when you were a teenage girl, how times you stand in front of a train? I Even though she's like twenty. All right. I honestly, <laughs> though, I don't know that I ever had yeah, a chance John to. There's not like a lot of train activity yeah. where I grew well, up. Well, none of them are teenagers. The I think no. Kevin Bacon. Well, how about that 30. time you were standing between Kevin two cars? Kevin Bacon like, played. Okay. Uh, but I did know people that did that thing where they stood on really? top of yeah. cars, like on the hood, and you know, people did do stupid shit. They're teenagers. She has kind of a point here because yes, Ren brought her home late or after her curfew, but they weren't. I'm sorry, Ren didn't bring her home late. That bitch was out by herself. I know, but he took her home. And yes, she got home late, but she didn't do any of the bad shit that she normally does other than suicide by train. She showed him the train car where she writes poetry. Other than try to die. And Ren, it's not like Ren took her out. That's the whole thing. Oh, that's all right. It's not like Ren took her out. She just crashed his rage dance. You don't crash a man's rage dance. Look, when you're hitting the... the so what he brought her home, home but it's not like they were out. Uneven bars. He didn't know I, what her thank curfew you, the uneven was. Bars. I mean, if I was on the horse, the bitch might get kicked in the face. Like, she is... <laughs> might be Jim Cotta up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, I didn't Jim, see you there. Have you ever seen Jim Cotta? No? I... I think I have, oh, okay. but I don't really remember. Jim Cotta is, you know, the horse that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's the pommel the, horse. The, the the guy that the white guy that's a ninja in this movie uses it. And there's one scene where these ninjas all attack him in the middle of the city, and there happens to be a horse in the middle of the city. So he just starts fucking pommel, fucking kicking him. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's pretty bad. All right, so you know theory. where I've never seen one of those anywhere outside the center of, of the city <laughs> on, a, on a platform. You don't put those on the city. No. Oh, not shit. All right. Well, so, I suppose you could use anything that is shaped like a horse. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe an actual horse. Mm. So Willard is helping him wash or his bug the next day, equipment. and we learn that Ren's been kicked off the team because they just can't afford to have another gymnast. I'm like, how many fucking gymnasts do they have? I don't know. Beaumont. <laughs> It's not Beaumont. It's the town next. To- Beaumont's where they have the dance. This is no, some this other is town. No, Beaumont is where they have the dance. Look it up. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they talk about what they'd like to do to Reverend Moore. You know, I'd like to do this. He's like, you know what I'd like to do? Have a dance. And, and Ren's like, that's it. We'll have a dance. Like all kids do, you know how it is. Yeah. You get the written. <laughs> you know, like all Wrens do. What, they don't want me to do something in the town that I am just got to? I'm going to do it. So we cut to uh, Reverend. To change the town. Who's uh? He's. I'm he's, a senior in high school. So yeah, I don't he's with various <laughs> groups, and he, and he's telling story. He's telling the same story to every one of these groups. He's having little meetings and like the the tea club yeah. with the women and the kids or whatever, and he's how he feels closer to the Lord. 
And he meets with a, another councilman who tells like, him that he's like Ren, the spiritual father of the whole town. Right. So that Ren is trying to, you know, organize a dance, and he's like, "Not in my town, he's not." Mm. J.C. Penney's coming here because of him. <laughs> <laughs> so then Patrick Swayze shows up and rips out Reverend Moore's throat. <laughs> Church's chicken came here because of him. Uh, so then Ren decides, hey, we need to get out. I'm going to take you guys and show you what some real dancing is like. So they get in the car, and no one ever thought to go over the state line to any other club. Never occurred. Oh, wait a minute. That's exactly what happened to her brother who died. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Oh, you're. I'm so sorry. Basin is where they have the dance. Because they live in? Beaumont. I'm okay. sorry. They both start with B's. That's why I was confused. Yeah, they should have had better naming. They may be, they may be real there. places. I don't know. I where, is this, where is this again? I think they said Virginia. Nah, I thought it was like Georgia. Georgia? Georgia? Oh, I thought one of them said it. it. Maybe it was Georgia. just a woman named Virginia. No. At some point, somebody <laughs> says no, Virginia. Bees. Somebody says Virginia the, somewhere. The pastor's wife's name is Virginia. No, it's not. Yeah, but they call her Vi, but I'm pretty sure her name is for Virginia? Virginia? Virginia. Well, but the IMDB Saskatchewan? said... Saskatchewan? Georgia. Georgia. Anyway, at the Georgia bar, we learned that Brown. Willard can't dance. Mm-mm. Okay. He can't talk. Why are we assuming any of these kids can the dance? The thing about him is the way he works. Dancing is illegal. They don't listen to any music. And we're supposed to be shocked that Willard can't dance? None of them can fucking dance. Well, it's dance. been illegal for, like, what, six or five or six years? Yeah. And he's a... Of not maybe a senior in high school. Yeah, he's so, like yeah, eighteen. He's, yeah. What was Why? he like eight, nine, ten, but, twelve? But none of them can dance. Yeah. I'm sorry. None of them can dance. Oh, she's not a bad dancer. Utah. <laughs> so she's not a um. Uh, what's her name? Ariel's not Utah. a bad dancer. Utah. But in this scene, she's doing her little thing like she needs a sandwich or like a hamburger. Yeah, so funny. Something. I, I like a little bit more to, to uh, Anya. And everybody in this and everybody in this club is dancing their ass off. Yeah. So they dance in this fucking city. Because the they're dancing, it hurts so good. Come on, baby. I did say, I think one of my things is, like, I love all the songs that play in this bar. <laughs> hurts so good. And Footloose. Footloose, but there was another one. I forget what I read. Um, so Rusty goes to sit with Willard because Willard can't dance. He starts drinking. And you're like, why is he drinking? Oh, because it was 1984. You drink at 18. Um, and everybody else is dancing. And Rusty can't. <laughs> and, and Rusty can't take it anymore. She's like, I'm sorry, Willard. I oh. want to dance. So the remake play, takes place in Georgia. Ah. The original takes place in Utah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is the remake now? Like in 2023? No, it was like 2011. Oh, okay. It's a completely different time. Different place. I was just like, it's, like it's kind of weird to say that. No, it takes place in 2011. Okay. That's what I just said. <laughs> in the 80s... The, there were legit yeah. towns that were anti-rock music, dude. and they had the saw, uh, the con- testimonies to Congress, yeah. and they had like you know like yeah. censorship and all that. Yeah, because you remember the one guy who came, went to um, Congress and gave the most eloquent speech ever was D. Fucking Snyder of all people. <laughs> yeah, he went in there and fucking rocked him. The councilman was like, "Fuck, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't oh, see that well, shit coming. Times <laughs> have changed. It's not like certain places in the South have made it illegal to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tried to make video games illegal. They tried to make all kinds of stuff illegal. Remember when Mortal Kombat came out? Mm-hmm. That was like a big deal. That was, that was a big we deal. had a Mortal Kombat when I went to high school. I mean, they, they were actually, burning books They were burning George. books. Yeah. <laughs> they were burning books now. in Georgia like two months ago. They do that now because just like then, whoever's in you know power wants to keep their message is what you do. 
So anything then in opposition of that, they want to eliminate it. Hey, it guess worked, what? It you know who burned then? books? Nazis. Maybe you should check yourself. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. But you know who else drank water? Hitler. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. All humans need water. All humans need books? But only extremists burn books. That's true. All right, so as Footloose plays, Rusty can't, can't take it. She hits the floor, and she's dancing with just some random cowboy who doesn't do anything but dance. Because yeah, then, then Rusty starts dancing with Ren, and they switch again. Yeah, she they're goes just dancing. out there, and they just start, they're all just kind of switching. Yep. So every, everything is fine. I wrote in here, God, Ariel needs some pizza in her life. Um, so <laughs> She's very skinny and has no titties. I'm sorry. She this has broad but... shoulders. Her body shape is odd. Her legs are very mm-hmm. thin. Mm-hmm. Her shoulders are broad. Well, it was the eighties. <laughs> it was the eighties. That was shoulder pads. So yeah. she. It was very strange. It was. It was the eighties. And Sylvester Parker is really small in this movie. Yeah. yeah. She has a gross spurt. Like, does she get her. big? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's not a little chick. So Rusty gets close with some new cowboy, Uh-oh. and Rusty and Willard's like, no. Uh oh. And he's like, hey, I came with this girl, and he looked at her looked like she's leaving with yeah. you. He's like, oh, hell no. So she, you know, he goes to start a fight. And, and Rusty's, Rusty's like, like, no, 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 no let, let's no just go. Apparently, Willard has a thing where he starts a lot of fights. This yeah. is a whole three, so, three line. So Willard mouths off to him. He's like, I don't know, last time we saw you, pecker. Then they're going to walk away, and the dude And the dude's like, him. uh-huh, <laughs> hits him. So we cut to the drive back where Willard is just covered in blood. And um, as they're driving by, Rusty's like, oh, I hate this bridge. And Ren's like, Why? And he seems like a good time to talk about how Errol's brother killed himself on this bridge. Which and I really he, expected the cops to pull him over. Which nobody told him this too. story beforehand. You'd think... He knew that some kids had died. died. But I feel like when I tell you that dancing is outlawed, and you ask why, I'm going to tell you the whole story yeah. of the pastor's because son that died in the car recent. accident. <laughs> which, would give, which gives a reason why Reverend Moore is so fanatical yeah. about this. Like, oh, well that makes sense. So at home, Reverend um, tells like, Ariel, "Hey, it's not like twenty years ago this happened. I knew this dude." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Hey, Ariel, um, you said you were at Rusty's, and I called over to Rusty's, and you weren't there." And she gets mad at him because he's checking up on his teenage daughter. That um, lies to him. She's Who a lies? teenager, though. And, like, and as dances much to as that we rock can all hate her, well, does she's the a grind teenager. Now, I had plenty of friends who lied to their parents. I'm going to Megan's house. Megan said she was coming to my house, and I we're never both going out. But also, this is embarrassing <laughs> because it's not like you. It's not I'm like sorry. today, kids, <laughs> where if your father's looking for you, he calls your phone. No, no I had to call your friends and talk to your friends' parents. This is embarrassing. And Rusty's parents probably thought she was at your we're house. <laughs> So now you're both in trouble. And your mom had a little book next to the phone that all your little friends' numbers were. Yeah. But it's just, it's teenager behavior. Have you seen Elaine? (laughs) No. If you see her, tell her to come home. We're looking for her. And your mom called 40 people. (laughs) And the best part is, like, Ariel gets mad at him, like, how dare you? And starts mouthing off. So he smacks her. Well, he says... He says something about listening to me or something about his mother. She goes, yeah, you'll listen to me just like just about as much as you listen to her. And he fucking gives her five across the eye. But said, he is pretty shocked with himself because yeah, he's, he's, like, he's never hit anybody. Because he's never hit anybody. And he's very upset about it. So, and we cut to church where he's sitting there and his wife, Vi, maybe Virginia, mm-hmm. <laughs> says he's never hit anyone in his life. And he doesn't know what happened. But now he can't stop. And now I'm afraid... I'm That's a, not what he said. It's like, I slap, just start slapping everybody he's, in the congregation. He's not going to become abusive. <laughs> he's walking around. 
Oh, praise Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Heal you. That's absurd. He doesn't know what's happening. Like the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> wow. So he says, I'm afraid we're losing her, Vi. And, and she's like, no shit. She's a teenage girl. What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hate her as much as you want, but she's a teenage girl. Right. My parents were cool, and I didn't have to lie about where I was. But I broke curfew a lot. I hung out with boys a lot. Like, they're... It's teenager behavior. But you still have to parent. So. Yeah, I know, but she's going to mouth off to her you can't parents. Just go, she's going to lie to her Well, she's a teenage parents. girl. So she's a teenager. she's drunk in a car in another town, she's a teenage girl. No, you yeah. still have to parent. And go, look, you don't it's fucking lie difficult. to me. You don't fucking, you know. It's very, very difficult. So now they're trying to build up support by the community to get this law changed. And Ren is out in town trying to get support. And the drug dealer and some of his friends see him. Mm-hmm. And they grab him and start, you know, putting the bricks to him until mm-hmm. Woody sees this. They're Chuck's friends. And, yeah, and then Woody comes Woody, out of nowhere. There's three of them, and Woody just starts choking <laughs> he starts, one, he's the grabs big the show. head of the other, and <laughs> smacks into the other one and starts talking shit. Don't you better not? And your mama teach you better than that. He goes, come out of there, Ren. So then Ren gets out of that smush sandwich. <laughs> and just starts laughing. But, like, this dude, where, who is this dude? And like, why is he all, buddies with Ren? When you go anywhere, Woody, bring, uh, Ren, bring Woody with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's his job. Fuck Willard, you've upgraded. And have, and have a five little second, five second little thing about how he saved him or helped him or something. He helped him with math or some stupid shit. Or Taught him to dance him for his girlfriend or, or something. Yeah, he something would make sense. gave him some weed. Yeah. Bought him lunch. I feel like this Woody character should be his cousin. Because that his cousins be. are two cousins little are girls. little kids. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it would make sense if Woody was like his cousin but doesn't live at home anymore yeah. because... He's, he doesn't seem like he's in high school. He yeah, clearly seems like an man. older guy. So, he goes to the high school dance. Or is he his co-worker at the flower yeah, fest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's another. But we don't really see this connection. Is he but in yet. the remake? I don't think so. Yeah, he's a big black guy. I thought he said Oh, yeah, he that's right. You did say that. Okay. Yeah, he's in the football team. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he's more of a character in that. Yeah, he, like, has, he has much more of a, like. He's part of the friend he meets group. Ren. And they hang out. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Unlike this guy who's just randomly there. <laughs> like, walks into frame. Oh my God, it's fucking Clark Kent. <laughs> so in this movie, in the remake anyway, yeah. at the diner part where they're dancing, well, Ren's there and Ren starts dancing and that's where he meets Woody. Okay. <laughs> or whatever his name is in the remake. But anyway. It's probably so not Woody. So <laughs> in the shower, we see Woody. Yep. No, that, that guy. Yeah. We see the top of his butt, but not his full butt, because they removed that part to get rid of the R rating. <laughs> In the trivia, this originally had what? an R. Okay. <laughs> you so, could show uh, boobies, which are not in this movie, by the way. But it was, and it was the 80s. And, no, no. But you can't show a man's butt. No, in the, in the trivia, this movie Crack was originally given an R rating. But to reach, <laughs> but to reach a wider audience, they removed the butts... From this scene, because they showed butts, it's men's butts. butts. Okay, and they took out the f words. Yeah, they did. There could have been a fuck you in this. You can see and a couple times where they were trying yeah. to say fuck, and they dubbed over it. So yeah. they took out the f words, and they took out this nudity scene because butts are nudity. Yeah, and that allowed them to lower the rating. Okay. So they talk it, about it made how, eighty million dollars. I'm not arguing. <laughs> so they. I'm talk, just saying yes. Butts are butts would have given it. An so they talk about how Ren is gonna have to fight City Hall, and yeah. Ren tells Willow, "That's fine. If I have to get up in front of the council, you're gonna learn how to dance." Let's, and it's let's hear it for the boy. Can we talk about? <laughs> Where Willard learns how to dance. 
Okay, so they learned a whole dance routine. Willard only learns how to dance with Ren, though. Willard does not learn how to dance. <laughs> no, he uses his cousins. His little girl cousins. Yeah, yeah but... Okay, spoilers. When they get to the prom scene, no, no. Willard is he, Willard is not dancing with Rusty. Willard He's like, Just is watch dancing. Me. Yes, he didn't actually teach him how to dance with a person or a partner. He just taught, but he's getting it. He taught him the routine. <laughs> But he's getting it. So Willard is learning how to dance. Like they had the um, headphones with the two jacks. Yeah. And he's dan- at one point they're at like a high school gymnasium or whatever, and he's just dancing in the middle of nowhere. And... It's a montage of montages. God, I miss montages. They don't do this shit anymore. Mm, yeah, they do. I love a montage. Mm. Not like this, they don't. Also, this song is great. It's here for the boy. I think this is a better song than Footloose, but it's not as popular. You just blasphemy it against our Lord and Savior Kenny Loggins. <laughs> I mean, I say it's Danger Zone. Is this is better? It's not as good as Danger Zone. Or meet me halfway. <laughs> All right. Um, so Reverend and Roger are talking about the banning and the burning of books, and he's like, "Well, we can't do that." Roger, one of the city council members, wants to burn the books, <laughs> ban books from the library. Because this is is this before. Is this when he goes to stop them from burning books? No, not yet. That's no, but he doesn't want to burn them yet. He wants mm-hmm. to ban these yeah. books, and he wants the Reverend to help him ban these books. And the Reverend's, and the Reverend's like, like, why would nah. I do that? He's like, we can't do that. And he goes, just because they're, you know, it's not what we want, we have to be able to let people think. And, and Roger's like, nah, I think it'll be fine. The Reverend is more open-minded than he appears. All right, so let's skip mm-hmm. over that because important scene's coming up. So Ariel okay. finally gets around to breaking up with Chuck. Hmm. After she's been out doing things with Frank, she's like, "Hey, you're breaking up." They and Chuck, done they things. They, they come out, out a couple a few of times. times, and they dance, but Look, he hasn't kissed her yet. I'm not saying that she wasn't in her mind cheating on Chuck. <laughs> yeah, but Ariel doesn't care about that. She doesn't have those. But I'm saying and that they've just been hanging out in yeah. a friendly manner. At no, this they point. have not been hanging out in a friendly manner. And if you think they've been hanging out in a friendly manner, you are in mistaken, sir. <laughs> because then, she's got she, lust in her eyes. Yes, she does. She, she has lust in her eyes. Driving. But Ren is actually being more of a gentleman. Ooh, that we should do that movie. We already did. License to again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and now, so they both say some messed up things, and she turns around and punches him in the face. She doesn't slap him. No, she She fucking full on punches him. Yeah. So then, as she's attacking him, he smacks her. Yep. And drops her. So then, what does he do? He gets in the truck and tries to drive away. She she, gets pissed. No, no. He says, "I was good to you." No, he said, I treated you decent. I treated you decent. And then goes to drive away. And then then she grabs a pipe and starts smashing up her car. And then he grabs her and she hits him with the pipe. So then he hits her a fucking game. No, he knocks the pipe away and then she's kicking at him and then he smacks her and gets on top of her and is like, look, bitch. (laughs) And somehow we're supposed to think that Chuck's the bad guy in this. I'm sorry, fellas. If a girl's beating the shit out of you, hit her back. I don't think Chuck's the bad guy. If she had just slapped him yeah. like a weak girly slap, no. then and then he drove away. And then he drove. But this was he. She smashed his car. Headlights she, out. She and... didn't just smack him though either. She fucking punched yeah. him. No, it's, That's very different than a slap. No, it's never okay to hit somebody. If you ever turn that. around and smack I, some dude, I know that. And he hits you back. You deserve it. I a hundred percent all the time. Play stupid games, win is, stupid prizes. But, this is the eighties. But this is but in the realm but, of 
I, how I honestly think society that, accepts violence. There's a big difference between how our society accepts violence, but there's a difference between a slap mm-hmm. and a fucking right. punch. And, and she fucking punched him, and she deserved every goddamn thing she got. And I think if she had just slapped him, he would have just took it, got in the truck, and drove yeah, away. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because, all right, she slapped you. Is it right? No. Could he have slapped her back? Probably. And got, no. Is it right? No. But he she punches, slapped, But she slapped him. He leaves. This is what should happen. Yeah. She punched him. Yeah. So and he's if like, somebody Stop punches it, you, you continue. punch him back. <laughs> I mean, that's what's called a fight. And she doesn't... This is the other thing. And I want to hear, well, he's much bigger than her. Well, then she should have been smarter. Nobody at this table said that, though. No, someone on the podcast listening is thinking that. But it's not okay to hit people. But um, she started it and he finished it, which is fine. And he could have done a lot worse to her. But she doesn't really... She goes to Ren and Ren helps her clean up. And... But nobody, like, goes back to defend her honor, which I appreciate. Like nobody, like we don't see a scene of anybody telling Chuck, Chuck he's a piece of shit for beating her up, which I also appreciate because she deserved that. Right. So what? anyway, what's your deal, man? And Ariel says, you know, calls Ren and she says, "Hey, I want to thank you for taking on my father." And he's like, "I am not taking on Reverend Moore. I'm taking on this town. Screw your old man." Yeah. She's having a bad day. Mm-hmm. He's like, she, he's like, I don't, I'm not getting involved with you and your dad. You're trying to make me against your dad because you're mad at your dad, and that's not what I'm doing. I'm he's not like, against your dad. I'm against this law. Yeah. He's like, you should really um, not try so hard to forget your brother. Yeah. He and gives her some good advice. And she yeah. gives him a music box. She gives him a music box. <laughs> and she asked to kiss him again. So that, you know, and she's finally broken up, and she's finally single, so he kisses her back. Exactly. What and a, I thought... Didn't she have like a busted lip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't. That doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> yeah, it does. No. As someone who's kissed somebody while having a busted lip, it does hurt. <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't matter to him. I'm no, just saying. Maybe this isn't the time for kisses. That's not what I'm asking for kisses. <laughs> All right, so Rev talks to Vi about how the dance won't happen. Dancing leads to sex. And his wife immediately starts laughing. I was like, bitch, we didn't have music and we were all over each other. She's like, that's not the only thing that She's makes like, me have sex. It doesn't matter if they have music or not. They're thinking about sex. They're teenagers. Don't, Don't you remember being a teenager? <laughs> Don't you remember how we looked at each other? She's got great points. What's, what's funny was I wrote in here, so she definitely seemed to have the brains in the Moore family. <laughs> like, why isn't Vi making more decisions? Well, because the man the, is the head of the household because she's and the, quiet, the church. <laughs> she's the quiet, unassuming pastor's wife. They discussed that when they were in the church. Yes, but she's a genius. When they he said to the world's most hurtful things to her that you could possibly say. Hmm. But then he dumps her and she has to move to Santa Carla. <laughs> so Rusty and Ariel are giving out flyers for the, for the meeting. And some guy doesn't take one. So Ariel kicks him. <laughs> yeah, Ariel's a bitch. She literally turned around and kicked him. And he says, you better watch it. I'll lay you out. And she's like, people have been doing that lately. I should probably, <laughs> I should probably get my shit together and stop attacking fellas. Mm, nah. I'm like, really? She just got, you know, slapped around for hitting a guy. And her first thing is to kick a dude. Spoilers, least favorite character. Well, yeah. I'm, wondering if, <laughs> I'm wondering if Chuck isn't the first guy to give her a good swift attitude. Well, we see her dad do it, and we see Chuck do it, but 
I think she's got more than so. one I attitude that, adjustment. I think that's why she's got away with it so much. I think that's the first time yeah. it's ever happened. And it might be why she changes a little bit because <laughs> somebody beats her up a little bit. Hold up, that hurt. I also think that <laughs> she, her dad doesn't ever mention no. that she came home with all busted face. No. I think she covered it up so he wouldn't know. Well, but she, if he, he said if something, I haven't before. seen you since Thursday yeah. later yeah. on. She's been avoiding him. So Ariel catches up with Ren and tells him about the council and everything. And then she gives him a Bible and is like, there's dancing in this motherfucker. And he's like, that's great. I've never read this before. What else happens? <laughs> Nothing much. A couple of unicorns, a couple of dragons. She tells him. He's like, how did you do this? And she's like, I'm the pastor's son. Like, how, how did you <laughs> find this? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Have we met motherfuckers? <laughs> So you've been staring at my boobs the whole time it we've been It doesn't matter how I act. I know this book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, she's read that once or twice. She's perused it. All right, so now we're back at the house, and some ruffians throw a brick, a brick through Ren's window, but it's not his window. It's his cousin's window. It's his uncle's window, but he, they throw it in the little in the, girl's it's room. It's in the little girl's room. They don't Nobody know. talks know, about this, by the way. Um, I think I would have brought that up in the city council meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his uncle like, is a little upset. You don't like him, but sh- you're endangering my children yeah. because mm-hmm. he's saying. I mean, these at my little house. girls didn't do nothing. No, these little no. girls didn't do nothing but being little girls. The little girls they're doing are little girl adorable. shit, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're, yeah, they're cute little girls. They didn't do anything wrong. They're dancing, mm-hmm. which evidently is illegal. And you threw it between their heads. Yeah. So. And the, the father is pissed, and he's like, "Look, motherfucker, you need to get your shit together." He's yelling at rent. He's like, "Your mother lost her job. I'm losing fucking customers. I mean, get your. I mean." How many people do you have to destroy so you can have a little fucking dance? And this is a good point, but maybe, <coughs> maybe you should have tried to talk to him about it before a brick got thrown through the window. And Ren, <coughs> being an asshole, is like, whatever. <coughs> this is where we turn. We learn the story. Ren finally talks to his mother for the first time in the movie because she was killing <laughs> gremlins the whole time. Yeah. She was busy. That's what she does. She lost her job at the gremlin killing yeah. factory. The monster hunter. Um, so then she's like, you know, I was so mad at dad for leaving and I was so upset. And he's like, then I realized that he left me. I'm like, way to go, jackass. Actually, this is a pretty good story because a lot of kids, they like, they wouldn't have this revelation. They wouldn't be able to have this self-actualization that Mm -hmm. nothing they could have done would have made their parents stay because it wasn't about them. Mm Mm-hmm. So we cut to the the town meeting, and after this, like, all right. Well, he, no, he tells her, this is important, he tells her that he wants to have the dance because this is something that he could do, and he can make a change and an impact. It's important to him. So he's starting with the man in the mirror. Yes. Because if you want to make the world a better place, you take a look at yourself and, and abolish the change. world about dancing. Yeah, because it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, hey, shit happens. So, at the town meeting... Um, Ren's finally allowed to speak and well they didn't want to let him speak and then Vi's like motherfuckers you will let him speak it's and everybody's like well Vi says well it's new doing. business he says this, he says he wants to abolish this law and then the reverend is like eh, I don't think we're gonna and the city council is like alright we're not gonna and he's like and, they're and, like, and then Vi says let him speak and they do she tells some lady to shut up <laughs> yeah. like sit down she said it like a stone cold killer yeah. she's like sit down I'm like alright yeah yep. she's like Sharon sit down I don't know what the character's name was yeah. Vi's killed, killed people you could tell <laughs> no no fear in the eyes and everybody got real scared of Vi Vi bad motherfucker mm-hmm. so Ren gives a passionate speech about dancing and the well and what they want to do and yada 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 goes and how it's not just and, about sex and drugs yeah, and it wows the audience and everybody's reasons. like wow that's great and then the council shuts it down immediately they're still like nope <laughs> like cool song no but 
They're like, now we're making gymnastics illegal. Sit your ass down. <laughs> like, keep fucking. Next is me. tractor chicken. But he does make some people there think yeah. Yeah. Yes. about mm-hmm. maybe dancing isn't evil. It is in and the kept, Bible in multiple and I kept places. Waiting. You leap for and dance for joy. And, and he doesn't Lord do it, and, but I kept waiting for him to go. Hey, assholes, didn't you dance with your wives <laughs> like seven years ago? Like, don't you remember growing up and dancing with your wife? We want to do that with our girlfriends. Yeah. Like, when the, it's not when crazy. the Beatles were all the rage, didn't yeah. you dance? Yeah. <laughs> you can't see Carla right now, but she's doing the hand job. <laughs> she's I watched the American Bandstand. <laughs> anyway. So at work the next day, um, Ren is told by his boss that, that he was railroaded. The fix was in. Reverend Moore had that whole council already done. There was no way he was going to win. I liked his boss, though. He's yeah. His, his boss, boss is cool. Great. He's yeah. a cool dude. So he's like, look, Reverend Moore uh, can't stop you if you go to Basin. He goes, no, man, we want to have something in Beaumont. We want to have it here. We want to have it miles away. He's like, well, Basin is right there. Yeah, on the other side of the train tracks. And he points like five feet away and goes, Basin, And he's Basin, like, if the fire department Basin. can't go across that, those fire tracks... Neither can Reverend Moore. Fire tracks? What? <laughs> fire tracks. Keep, tracks. keep drinking. The fire tracks. I had lemonade, sir. Hard lemonade. Anyway. It's been a long day. So, I've been breathing all day. I'm exhausted. I swear I'm having a stroke. Mm-hmm. So, Ariel goes to talk to her father, and she picks a fight with him because that's what she does. And she tells she him, her in the face. I'm not even a virgin. <laughs> He's like, don't talk like him. that in here. She goes to talk to him because she hasn't seen him. And her face is finally healed. <laughs> so and the first thing like, she does is talk some shit again. Isn't this where I'm supposed to confess my sins to my pastor in church? Because he's like, don't talk about this stuff here. And she's like, isn't this where you're supposed to talk about stuff? Yeah. Well, just there as they're fighting, this is where Reverend Moore is interrupted. Hey, you got to come quick. Come to the library. This is where they're burning books. Which I guess that... that burning books does trump your fight with your non-virgin daughter. I just have to say, this the is a Reverend, serious thing. The Reverend Moore says, who are you all to pass judgment? That's my job. <laughs> I mean... He's, he's the moral compass for the town. So he is. He's the one who passes judgment. If he's a true believer, he knows the only one who can pass judgment is God. Yeah, but that's not how it works around here. Remember that law about dancing? Yeah, that wasn't Jesus who wrote that. <laughs> Moses had it down. It was the 11th commandment. And he left it up on top of the burning bush. Mm. Sorry. Thou shalt not dance. So the citizens say that they should be have a hand in what's taught to their children. And he's like, yes, but where does it stop if you start burning these books? If you say they can't learn this, what else can't they learn? The thing is, you can, of course, have a say in what your children learns, but you don't get to decide what everybody learns. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, if they could see 2023, yeah. is what I'm thinking. I'm like, you should see some shit. You want to see Reverend Moore's head explode? Yeah. But this, I mean... But Reverend Moore is like, no, we can't do this. We, right. We, the kids have to learn things sometimes that you don't want them to learn. It's important. Right, because the problem is if you shield children from things their whole life and then they leave Beaumont, they're going to have a really fucking hard time. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because... Also, history will repeat itself yeah. if we don't know it. <laughs> this movie doesn't really have a very clear antagonist, either. Because yeah. it's yeah, obviously... It Ariel. <laughs> It's supposed to be the city council and the reverend, but the reverend is constantly going to yeah. him and going, no, you're going too far. 
Like, they they confront him about how he didn't help them get rid of the English teacher that they didn't like. And he's like, well, there was no reason to. Yeah, he's actually a good... Like, that teacher dude. did he's, not break any he's rules. He's trying. Yes. <laughs> what you get about the music and yeah. the dancing is what led to the death of these teenagers. Yeah. So he's on board with that. But he lashed he doesn't, out because he had to do something. But he's not against all free thinking yeah. or all new ideas. He's not uber conservative or anything like that, which... It makes it so you don't dislike him, which is interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of makes a strong it, antagonist. Yeah, it's not a strong yes. antagonist. It's terrible. This is just a movie about dance. All right. <laughs> All right. So we cut to Ren and Rev, which mm-hmm. is what I wrote here. They're having a talk at the Reverend's house. He comes to visit the Rev. They have a, a a meeting of the minds, and they they understand. And Ren's like, well, I'll tell you about your son if you tell me about my father. And they have, a, you know, they have. Because a, you're never going to have all the answers. They have what's called a shared. I think it's a shame they don't actually show more of this conversation. Yeah. They just kind of they cut it up. at the end. They should have had Ren coming in and, and just let's do a five minute scene. Let them go. That would have been a great scene, too. right? That would have been a very powerful. I feel like it's Early on the cutting floor somewhere. Yeah, yeah that would, let's that go. Been good man. I think that could have been. They're a, both great actors, and they make peace. And so Ariel walks in as Ren's leaving, and he's like, "Well, that was your friend Ren." <laughs> Bacon could be like, "I have this dream, where I'm drowning." <laughs> you know what that is. <laughs> it'd, be the, it'd be the whole thing from uh, from Heat. Mm-hmm. 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 You'll learn about it. It's the flip side of that coin. <laughs> Brother. He came to ask <laughs> to be allowed to take her to the dance that they're going to have in Belmont or whatever. Basin. <laughs> Basin. It's Beaumont, Belmont. And Belmont. <laughs> Belmont? No, that's a cat. Oh. <laughs> So she doesn't yell at her father finally, and they hug. Imagine that shit. If you don't yell at him, he's nice to you. Um, so the next day at service, we hear the Reverend giving a, a speech to the town about how the kids in the senior class are going to have a dance. And we hope that the Lord gives them knowledge and wisdom. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, Reverend Moore's on board. It's a time for another montage. Well- Yes, it is. I think so. He says he wants to pray that the Lord guides them in in this endeavor. Well, he wasn't damning He's hoping that they have a good clean dance. (laughs) And if I tell them no. And not a crazy drug-induced orgy. (laughs) If I tell them them no, they're going to do it. If I tell them no, they're going to do it anyway. So might as well be on board. Can't beat them, Jordan. And I feel like he did, like Ren's speech to the city council did affect him. He did have to consider about... The dancing that is in the Bible is in the Bible, and how it maybe it's not wrong, and how maybe he was overreacting to his son's death yeah. to some degree. True. Mm-hmm. So we have the getting ready for the dance montage, mm-hmm. and we cut to Ariel getting ready for the dance, and her mom gives her a corsage. She's like, "Oh, you shouldn't have." I was like, "I didn't." Oh, well, to make a big deal about it, he'll just deny it. So the now, dad this won. is where, this makes me think, okay, so did the dad really get the corsage, yeah. or did the mom get the corsage and, and, lie. and lie about it? I think I dad got it. I thought dad got it. Yeah, it thought, didn't even yeah. occur to me she was No, lying. yeah, it never occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> because at some point, that's going to come up. And yeah. No, all right, so this table split 50-50. <laughs> Shocking. I think it's well, not an unusual way either. No, no, no. It's amazing how many times me and Carly saying, are on board. Like, if she's trying to help men, the no, it's just you people are good people and we're bad people. <laughs> <laughs> so we would we would think to lie to people to make them feel good. We're the, we're you wouldn't do such yeah, things. We wouldn't. Yeah. That's fine. Well, bad Is people. That, no, no, that makes us good people and they're bad people because they're not kind enough to lie to make someone feel better. Yes. Whereas we tomato, tomato. care we more about do you the feeling kind better than the truth. 
what she said. All right. Anyway, so Ren picks her up at the at at the house and is stopped by her beauty. He's like, I was gonna come get you. She's like, What? She goes, You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's like, What? Really? Say that I again. Really think, I don't know. I'm like, I can't believe he didn't go all the way up to the door and she didn't let him. I really like, no. Where are the pictures? Where are the pictures? Nobody took any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> they have the giant camcorder and he's out there. You know. There's no way Biden didn't have a camera and she wasn't gonna take a picture of them the, getting ready for prom. Come on. <laughs> Hold still, just seven or eight more minutes. Boof. All right. So, and I love this scene. Look at that film developed in 1989. So, I love this scene because Ren goes to uh, open the door for her and the door is locked. So, he has to run around yeah. and open the door. Almost and to where this improvised almost yeah, looks yeah, like. it looks like it. And she's, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because she tries to open it. And then he opens the door for her and then goes to close it. It doesn't close. So, he kicks, kicks it a little it. bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went to close it and goes like, ah, and he's, Try to be all cool about it. Because look at him walk around the car after that. He pimp walks around that <laughs> goddamn car. I feel like that's an improvised scene. So they were too. like, that's it. Yep. Didn't <laughs> I, open. So and like, I think uh, we nailed this it. Rolling. Uh, so at the dance, almost paradise is playing. No one's dancing. Everybody's just standing around. So Ariel and Ren. Because like, none of them can dance. <laughs> it, per- it makes perfect sense. They're waiting. They're like we're having a dance. What do you do? I don't know. Because they don't know how to dance, and also, none of them want to be the first one to go up and make a fool of themselves. Also, can I get a fucking piece of that, that cake? There was like seventeen <laughs> cakes on that there table. Were so many cakes. Those church ladies were making she, cakes for this dance. Everybody's mom said, "Get to the dance floor." I'd be the first one on the dance floor. Well, my my thought first was. We'll let Kevin or what's his name, Ren. Ren. We'll let Ren and her dance because it's his. He he did this, so of they could be the first people to dance. Around waiting for this. He's right. definitely probably okay. okay. some cake though. Here's the thing: Have you guys ever been to a cakewalk? No, no. A keg okay. walk. A cake walk. Nope, I'm out. It's a charity thing where you, everybody makes cakes, which they're and then you donate money and then you participate in a cakewalk, which is kind of like musical chairs. And if you end up on the cake space, you get to. Win a cake. Oh, that's no, dumb. Never done that. What are there? Cakes on the chair, like a drawing? Or Is that no, why they call like, your butt cakes? It's like a, a, it's like on the floor with a bunch of numbers on it. Oh. Okay. And when the music stops, you stop on a number, and then they draw a number, and if you're on that oh, number, okay. you win that cake. Oh, that's kind of cool. But Where see, the hell did they do this. Is this Beaumont? We Is used to school? do it. We used to do this at school when I was a kid. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like your parents would bake a bunch of cakes, huh. and it it's would amazing be, the things you hear about like people you would do when at, they were kids. The things you do. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco had a thing about they played this game with a zucchini that you put between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember going, I'm like, oh shit. And you're like, did you ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> and I had never heard that. No one else had ever done that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Until you started asking people, no one's oh, ever yeah. heard of this. And I was a little kid. That's just what you did. Yeah. Yeah, you played zucchini. I've heard of cakewalks, but I've never so, participated. I've never but heard they the term cakewalk. They couldn't do that at a school nowadays. <laughs> I've heard the term. But I just, I, just I saw that whole table with all of those cakes, and all I could think about was I've heard I people want some say, of that cake and then have go at to least like at a cake my school, You can only bring store bought cakes, yeah. and they have to be peanut yeah. free and gluten free. This is the eighties. These cakes were full yeah. of uh, peanuts and gluten. <laughs> Extra heard, gluten on the yellow one. I've just heard people say, "Well, it's no cakewalk." You know, that's where mm-hmm. I've heard it. I didn't know what it was. I've heard of them, but... Yeah. All right, so... Audra, um, do you remember cakewalks? Going to, like, open house at and charity stuff at school and going on cakewalks? Because I have a vivid memory of so cakes. Reverend and Vi come to check out the dance. 
And Vi wants to get close, and, and Rev's like, I don't want Ariel to see us. And he's like, oh, she won't see us. I don't think they're fucking checking yeah. up on her. But they just want to see. kind of are. <laughs> and, yeah. So, but they and, don't get that close. No, no. So, no. They can't really see anything. So Ren's boss pulls up like he's driving fucking security. Yeah. I get the idea that his boss is just fucking circling the thing. He's very for, supportive of look, this. Looking for like, hey, back off, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, you know what? This is his property, though, so he probably want he, I mean, maybe he's making sure that none I mean, of the kids are fucking in his uh, in his uh, granary. And here. he knows See, about the Again, rig. bad guy. <laughs> yeah. He was just being a stand-up guy doing security for free. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, you know, just have a good night, Reverend. And then him and Vi are almost dancing. Aww. Almost paradise. And swaying back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which is dancing. <laughs> it's almost paradise. So Rusty and Willa show up, and Chuck and his goons are, are there to attack him. And They're Willa doesn't want to fight. And so they attack him, and Willard asks Rusty, what do you want to do? She says, kill a son of a bitch. And now she's yelling, kill somebody. Yeah. Just kill, no, I'm not done. Just (laughs) kill somebody. Is this your favorite line? Yeah, what? Memorized. She's, what? She's also, like, I'm just tired of these guys fucking with and us. And also, it's two, was it two against five? Five. It's yeah. five against one right now. Where's Scrappy at now? Yeah. <laughs> with this big shit. Get in here and start kicking some people in the face, Miss Big Time. So then Ren shows up out of nowhere and is like, Mr. McCormick, I got a dance for you. He's like, yeah, you're a goddamn hero and it's five to one. And jump kicks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty, pretty outstanding. Like Chuck, you dumb bastard, move! You can't defend against the move. green technique. Chuck, get out of the way! Look. So here's the best part: but is that Chuck 80s. fights Ren. Yeah. So that's it. Willard fights four yeah. dudes. Yeah, Willard's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, don't fuck I mean, with that's, Willard. He's the best of the best. Don't fuck with him. Uh, oh, we count him for. Yeah, he he didn't win that fight. Yeah. They tied. Remember, that's why they yeah. had the. Still. Okay. That's why there was a sequel. Best of the best, too. Still the best. But Tommy best. Lee, fuck Day Hunt. Your oh. brother was a good fighter. Now, look. We need to do that. <laughs> anyway. Is it on your list? It is on my list. Yeah. But then, yeah. Your list is ever evolving and never getting to the good movies. We're, gonna, just, we're doing fast forward next. Red. Never getting wow. to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No. <laughs> because we're going to do fast forward and you're going to have some thoughts. You know what? <laughs> you know what just came onto HBO? Dutch. Oh, Dutch. we're doing that for Thanksgiving, yes. Wow. All right, so let me, we're almost done. We're Which almost you couldn't done. find anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost done. Okay. So now after the fight's over, mm-hmm. Ren comes down and says, what's everybody doing? I thought this was a party. I don't know why he sounds like Keanu Reeves from sure. Bill and Ted, yeah. but he does now. And he says, let's dance. Fuck you. No, no, just that first part. And then we hit Footloose, and it's dancing for okay, a while. Okay, so they added the move. I think in the trivia it said that they were dancing to Johnny B. Good. And because they added Footloose later, because they didn't have a song yet. So, so Johnny Be Good from Chuck Berry. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they have Johnny Be Good. Mm-hmm. Be Good Johnny. Matter mm-hmm. So the dance montage was rivals any high school dance montage ever. And this is where we found over the hand job, Carl. That Willard <laughs> was taught a dance routine that he does specifically with Ren. Which involved because he comes but in, but he doesn't actually know how to dance. He tells with Rusty, Rusty, "Just watch me," yeah, and just starts jumping, <laughs> chest bumping all over the place. And then and the, Rusty's like, "This is all fine and good, but couldn't you have learned to dance?" With I don't me? know. <laughs> if he, no, but if Willard had chest bumped Rusty, though, she might have uh, died. But, but could we have, have done a little bit of? Sway? <laughs> so, Willard does his whole routine and then busts out the 1970s disco fever John Travolta pose. <laughs> uh-huh. 
It's a strong finish. And I love how, so they do the whole thing, and this is that, this is the, I think this is the origin of the entire school, except for the hand job, because that was a, (laughs) but like, this is some weird, obscure dance that the entire school just knows. Yep, all of a sudden. And you don't have Usher going, do that dance I taught you. So great. It's like, fucking high school did you go to? Did you get my email about the dance? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, funny because flash dances are totally a thing now, but I don't think they were then. <laughs> so, you know the thing where they do the, the feet where they're going back and forth? I do that when I'm standing in line. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was doing that at Chick-fil-A and a little kid started doing it with me. And it was fun. <laughs> and then his mother looked at me and I was like, whoa. <laughs> but anyway, so um, they do the dance and you gotta cut for loose. <sighs> and they cut for loose. And what did you think, Sleepy over there? Oh, I'm sorry. And yeah. that's the end. Credits. Yeah. And credits. Okay. <clears throat> My favorite character is Willard. I enjoyed his character very much. My least favorite character is not because this character is any worse than any other character, but I didn't need his character in the movie at all. You better not say Woody. It was Chuck. <laughs> I don't, it, you're right, it's a very ambiguous. Who's the antagonist of this movie? It's like, they're like, this city council thing isn't going that great because we don't want John Lithgow to be universally hated in this movie. So we're going to bring in this boyfriend that is not great. And it's like, what is, he doesn't need to be here at all. It, it, the character didn't need to exist. We could have established that she rebelled against her parents with all the other shit she did. Just listening to the music. <laughs> Trying to kill or she could have broken up with the dude without involving fisticuffs and a yeah. metal rod. That is a weird. That was a weird. It was very strange was and unnecessary. Scene. They could have just yelled at each other, and he could have just called her a cunt. <laughs> I treated you decent. So it, it's. I mean, I didn't like love any characters, but it, there are a lot of characters. I was like, well, I didn't really like that. I don't know. I didn't really like that. So it was like. He didn't need to be in the movie at all, as far as I was concerned. So that's why I picked him. My favorite scene is the montages. <laughs> Which one? Yep. <laughs> They're pretty delightful. My favorite tertiary object was the punch buggy, Ren's car. And my favorite line was when Ren, I, I didn't, it wasn't in the IMDb's and I didn't pause it when I was watching it, but when Ren basically tells Ariel that she doesn't get to make this about her and her dad. This is about dancing in this town. This isn't about your fight with your dad. So, I like... I this is my that. thing, not your thing. Yeah. And I'll give it a light yay. <laughs> it was a little long. It felt like it took a long time to get going. And it was strange in that, who's the bad guy? What, what you know? Like, the fight against city council was such a little part of this movie. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. Light um, so my favorite character, I had a hard time with this. Because you love them all so much? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> because I Rusty? really love Rusty and I really love Vi, but I don't uh, feel like they have big enough parts to be a favorite character. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Ren because I also really like him. Um, but I mean, he's no Vi, but who is? But I agree though that Vi is the But Vi is pretty great and Rusty great. is pretty great too, but... My I'm, least favorite I character. Watch a movie. My least favorite character is Ariel. She, she had that coming. She sucks. <laughs> oh, she, sucks. she had it coming. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene. She had a rough life after this. <laughs> is the scene between Reverend and Vi when they're in the church, 
and where he's talking about how he they're losing Ariel and stuff like that. And my favorite line is from that scene as well. Because um, he's pretty awful to her in yeah. this. I kept and, expecting um, her to leave him. <laughs> she says, <Yeah. laughs> this is, okay, so this is how their exchange goes. Because uh, he says that she's become willful and obstinate talking about Ariel. And Vi goes, she's like her father. The two of you were so wonderful once. You had so much to talk about, I was almost jealous. And then he says, it's not as if we don't talk. It's just that sometimes people run out of things to say. Oh, my God. To his wife. To his wife. (laughs) And then she said, Shaw, it's 20 years now I've been a minister's wife. And I've been quiet, supportive, unintrusive. And after 20 years, I still think you're a wonderful, wonderful preacher. You can lift a congregation up so high they have to look down to see heaven. But it's the one-on-one where you need to work. And then she goes, she I just like that scene and I like that line. It's so good. You just told your wife that you, you don't have anything to say to her. <laughs> Which not even like where you went and who you hung out with today or what you're writing about. <laughs> like I get it. I don't always have that much shit to talk about, but so and so's cake that you ate at the luncheon. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> something. Okay. It's always something. And then, Yawns. My favorite tertiary object. So in the end sequence, when they start dancing, all of a sudden there's a bunch of glitter. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. (laughs) I'm into it. (laughs) That shit gets everywhere. And I just kept thinking, I hope they don't need this building for anything else because that glitter is never coming out. (laughs) No, never. It just sticks with you. But um, my so my favorite tertiary object is dancing in glitter because that just seems like it would be fun until all the like, I super dancing from all these kids. I feel like dancing in glitter is one of those movie things like having sex on the beach looks so fun and but you don't want to do that in real life. So dancing glitter off yourself for the next three days. Yeah, Um, if you're lucky. I'm gonna give it a yay. I like this movie. I like the remake. Um, it's good. I. I have affection for it. It is a little bit weird when you really break it down and take a hard look at it. But maybe you're not us, so don't do that. <laughs> Tony! Just enjoy it. My favorite character is Willard. Least favorite character is Ariel. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is, hey, dude, she came with me. And he says, uh, well, it doesn't look like she's leaving with you. My favorite scene is that bar at the other town. They play Hurt So Good, and I've been waiting for a girl like you. Good stuff. Uh, my favorite Trisha object is Mrs. Peltzer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll light yay this movie. She had gremlin blood on her hands. Yes. It's okay. I'm, I didn't know what to think. I, I went in expecting not to like this movie at all because I was just like, ugh. But it, it won me over by the end. I was like, this is all right. I don't know that I'll watch it again anytime soon, but it's it's worth a watch. So in in The Flash, who was in Footloose? Because oh, um, Kevin, Kevin Bacon was in Top Gun. So somebody else was in Footloose. I don't remember. Was it Tom Cruise? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, then no. All right. Yeah, so. it was somebody else. Um, so my favorite character is uh, also Willard. My favorite, my least favorite character is also Ariel, but you knew that. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. Um, my favorite scene is any time that Willard is dancing, whether it be the dance montage or at the prom. Mm-hmm. Yes, Willard dancing is the top shelf. <laughs> uh, my Michael favorite, J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Okay. Because he almost was. My favorite object has got to be the tape. I, I said the tape. Oh, no, John's going to pick that. 
Uh, my favorite line, I had two written down you just in case anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, I went with, hey, I like that hat. Do they sell men's clothes where you got that hat? Oh, I almost picked that. It's one of those low key barbs. And I also wrote, I thought only assholes use the word pansy. <laughs> it reminded me of the end of um, Ocean's Eleven when he's like, uh, I hope you were the, I hope I hope you were the, the groom. groom. He goes, Ted Dugan <laughs> called. I hope he gets a shirt back. <laughs> it's just kind of shit that dudes say to each other. Um, I'll yeah this movie because it's fun. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Carly? All right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. I had a really hard time trying to think of a song. Can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you prefer the original or oh, the good, remake. Good pick. Yeah, I figured it might go. Um, I think I'm going to get some WD-40 to oil this table, so don't worry about that, podcast listeners. And uh, tune in next week on the podcast. For Tony's oh, pick. shit, I should have put the movie. Yeah, he did. I changed my movie last minute. Yeah? Because you made me watch almost a musical, I'm going to make you watch a musical. Pretty Todd? No. We already did that. And you loved that. <laughs> I'm going to do 1986's musical horror, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Quite I've only ever seen the play. I don't know if I've seen the movie. But I've seen... With Steve Martin, I've the best song in the... With Rick Moranis? Iterations now, of the play. Yeah. At various <laughs> yeah, locations a day. various yeah. cats. I, mean, we'll I love that. I haven't seen that in a very long song? time. Yeah, it will be part of my favorite song. I've never seen the movie once. That's right. I was going to do Friday the 13th. Feed me, Jason Lee. We'll get to that. Right now we're in Kenny Loggins. <laughs> well, you're dancing, but that's a little quiet. So. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. 